1: What is going on, guys? Thank you so very much for joining me right here on Off The Script. This is your AEW Collision and Friday Night Smackdown post show for November 17th, 2023. I am your host, JD, from New York. As always, coming to you live from the OTS venue. Thank you guys so very much for joining me on your Friday nights, wherever you may be. Joined by my special guest tonight, who is usually not on Friday nights, most... Normally on Wednesdays, Shi Town Smart. Jesse, what's going on, man?
2: What's going on, bro? How you feel, man? I feel good.
1: I feel good, man. We had some uh some limp biscuit cover in the open. I don't know if you heard that.
2: I saw that, man. It was it was, it was I felt kind of weird because I was um literally listening to that song about um oh, I'm not gonna lie, maybe a couple of days ago, but I was listening to the good version, the version with Red Man and Method Man <laughs> and DMX, and the song. Dude, you think you think I'm bullshitting? The song is absolutely fantastic. You just have to start the song about two minutes in. Now,
1: now I have never heard yeah. that
2: cover. They, they actually did a cover with those guys. Cover? That's a remix. It's not a cover, I man. That's, that's 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 an actual remix. That's the best version of the song. It's Fred Durst on it. Yeah, but that's why I was getting ready to say you have to you have to zip forward about two minutes to get past Fred Durst's part. And then you get to Red Man, Method Man, DMX, and dude, it's a it's a man, chat chat tell him it's a banger, man. When you get past that guy, that clown's verse, the song is a hit, man.
1: A man, I'll
2: go, uh, I'll go, I'll go listen to that after the stream is over, man. Bro, I'm talking man, Red Man, Method Man, DMX, dude, 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 just now I wasn't, uh, I'm not too familiar with that cover. Oh man, remix, not a cover, different, different. You can't play it on the air because it's an what, actual cover remix. remix. Is the same shit, man. Come on, it now. It is not. It's not the same thing. This, I mean, uh, the song is absolutely terrible when it starts. When you get past Fred Durst's bullshit verse, that song becomes it. It slaps, bro. It, it fucking goes
1: hard. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go check that uh, that remix out. Uh, I didn't know that happened, but uh, oh, yeah. Man, I mean, normally, normally version. that song comes on my uh, my Spotify playlist. Ooh. Um, on random. You know, I have it in my
2: uh, my best of. It, it's a banger song, man. It really Ooh. is. Yeah. Red, meth, Dude, New York. New York hip-hop, man. Drew, I, I love to talk shit and put Chicago over New York. I will not touch New York hip-hop, bro. Royalty. Royalty, man. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> what, what happened
2: with the, know, P. Diddy today? <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. Yeah, we got to... <laughs> I, I will, man. No, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. I have my suspicions about Diddy. I did. I had my suspicions. I heard the rumors and all that stuff. But this shit makes it all confirmed for me.
1: I don't know. We're not here to talk about uh,
2: P Diddy, man. We're
1: not. I don't, I don't really give a shit what happens to be P Diddy. We're here to talk about Friday Night SmackDown, and we're here to talk about AEW Collision. Now, what we're gonna do, being that uh, Tony Khan needed to ruin all of our evenings <laughs> with uh having collision on a friday night normally nobody wants to watch it on a saturday night but uh i, I figured it would be a little better on a friday night going head to head with friday night smackdown a little bit more important going into full gear uh i wasn't really all that uh, impressed with collision I-, I don't know what you thought about the show jesse i know i actually to be here because it was uh, a one-off collision on a friday night i figured you know what Let's get the duo together. Let's talk some AEW on a Friday. There was three hours of AEW, two hours of SmackDown. I actually double-dipped and watched both shows. I watched SmackDown on the TV, and I watched Collision
2: on my iPad. There you go, man. I mean, this is the kind of stuff we were talking about over the summer, man. You get a good, you know, the winter's coming in. Not as much going on outside. You're hanging out in the house. Might want to sit and take in a Saturday evening of wrestling. It's not that big of a deal, man, but... All the time, especially during the warm days when you watch wrestling five, six times a week and you get to Saturday, it's it's kind of asking a lot sometimes, man. Yeah,
1: and it's going to be a long night tomorrow. Uh, Full gear is going to be about uh, seven hours long. Like it usually is. I know I'm embellishing. It's probably going to go from 8 to 12 like it usually does with that one hour, zero hour pre-show, five hours of pro wrestling, and I'm going to be working all day. And yeah. there's going to be news and... It's uh, it's just a lot, man, a lot with these AEW pay-per-views, and uh, we're going to try and go over both of these shows the best that we can tonight. I'm going to do, just for the sake of everybody being in the chat at the same time, because I know you geeks, if I cover SmackDown, then the people that want WWE are going to leave, and then the people that want AEW, if I cover AEW first, then the WWE people are going to leave so, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take this segment by segment. I'm gonna take what happened on Collision first, and then we're gonna talk about
2: what happened first on SmackDown, man. Smart. So, you guys are here go. for the entire <laughs> fucking show. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah, there you go. It looks like what we should be covering is last night's Wrestling Revolver show, man. Yeah,
1: man. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. You know, shout out to Sammy Callan. I love Sammy Callan. Sammy's a fucking beast. Uh, yeah. And he, uh, that was his biggest show uh, last night for Pro Wrestling Revolver. And I know uh, you commented on something that happened at the show. I saw your tweet at like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning uh, this morning. And uh, the situation was Tony Schiavone said Tony Khan laid down the law. Swerve Strickland and Adam Page could not touch each other. Otherwise, A, they'd both be suspended. This was Wednesday during their face-off. They'd both yeah. be suspended. And the match will be canceled on Saturday at Full Gear. Jesse, what happened on uh,
2: on Thursday night? They beat the shit out of each other last night, dude. Really. <laughs> I got stuff sent to me where they just had a knockdown, drag-out brawl. And, yeah, I, I poked some fun at at, uh, at at TK and was like, hey, uh, when's the suspensions coming, bruh? You know, And and but, I mean, the truth of the matter is, Shivani said, you know, these rules applied for tonight. He said, TK said, tonight... If you guys touch each other, you're suspended. I mean, which is weird because then it's like, well, any other day they can do it. And my God, they went to wrestling and revolver. and had a pull apart brawl. Yeah, the show was full of fucking AEW. Tip. Moxley showed up. The Hangman showed up. Man, we got Masha Slamovich had a fantastic match with um with a dude. By the way, Masha is is is, is Impact. Impact talent man and Masha is great. Masha is a Masha's killer. Great.
1: Masha's great. She's worked house of glory. She was actually trained by the amazing Red. I have called a few of her matches in in Hog. She's fucking
2: fantastic. So good. Any 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 televised promotion would be so lucky to have her. Yeah. Her and her and Killer Kelly are the the knockouts uh, tag team champions. I've dubbed them world's sexiest tag team. They are so good, man. They are so you, good. Man, Killer,
1: Killer Kelly, man, she's got some. Uh, she's got some low key fucking looks, man. You know, a lot of people don't think about uh, Killer Kelly being, you know, a hottie, but she's so know, good.
3: She's,
2: she's so there, hot she's there, too, man.
1: Um, regardless, uh, they're doing their thing. Yep, uh, we had a lot of uh, AEW talent on on Wrestling Revolver la- uh, on last night, Thursday night, and. I didn't mind that because it was off of AEW television and, you know, Swerve was there. He was invited. Nobody expected Paige to be there. So it was a nice little thing. You know, it also could lead to uh, potentially Sammy working for AEW eventually. You know, I was thinking about that last night. So, you know, congratulations to those guys and the team over at Pro Wrestling Revolver. Seemingly looks like they put on a good show and, uh, and a lot and of this, people. And this
2: is, this is Tony Khan supporting indie yep. wrestling,
3: man. yeah. There
1: you go. He that's... sent
2: them a lot of top-tier talent mm-hmm. to make that show great. And they also had Ronda Rousey in the house, which I'm told had a pretty damn good show, man. Yeah, uh that's uh that was the next uh,
1: line of business I wanted to talk about. You know, th- this uh, I don't know how long Ronda's going to be in the business. I don't know how long Ronda is going to be wrestling. How long she wants to continue doing this. I'm sure she just wants to help Renee Shafir get over. But a lot of fans and a lot of copy and paste virgins on social media, uh, they will quickly be ousted because I already seen some people dig up tweets of these accounts, I'm not going to name names, you know, shitting on Ronda, calling her boring and vanilla and overrated, and now all of a sudden we get news of her wrestling on the indies and there was news backstage from AEW tonight from WrestleVotes that Ronda was backstage during AEW collision. No, Ronda's not going to be the announcement tomorrow night for Tony Khan. But a lot of these people, Jesse, are going to turn their uh, their feelings towards Ronda from negative to to overwhelmingly positive now because she's not with WWE anymore. Man, I'm sticking to my guns. I don't want to see Ronda on television anymore. I I didn't see what she brought to the table. I was a little more. You know what she brought to the table? She was a little bit more uh, intense. She was. uh, She went in the. it, It didn't look like she was wrestling a scripted match. She Just went in there and yeah. and, and, and
2: I'm sure Sammy told her, go in there and be Ronda Rousey. I'm gonna fucking care what you do. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stick to my original assessment of Ronda, which was um, her first run in WWE was absolutely her best the best shit in her career. Yeah, and I'm told that she was back to year one form. So if that was the case, then that's great. Because outside of that, Ronda was not watchable.
1: No, what, that, what does that tell you about how the current landscape of WWE was when she was there? She, she probably had her feelings and her emotions about the sport destroyed. You know, how oh, many wow. times can you be told no for helping yeah. that division? She did help that division in her, in her first run, and it she is. was tremendous at it. The, the entire division was on her back. They brought her in there specifically to build the revolution of women's wrestling, and Ronda was at the forefront of that. The second time oh, around, who? I don't know what the fuck they did. It was never, never the same. From day one, it was never the same.
2: Maybe she was overproduced. Maybe they they messed with her too much. Maybe they got in her head. You know, it could be uh, so many different things, but it will never change the fact that year one, Ronda was the only year where it was welcomed. It was entertaining. It was great shit. And it actually helped outside of that. It did nothing.
1: No, no, it didn't do anything. Uh, I I don't think Ronda is joining AEW guys. I I don't think that Tony Khan is going to bring in Ronda. Ronda is not the announcement for tomorrow night either. She's not the she's not one of the best pro wrestlers in the world. In who, the world, give me, yeah. give me a break. Come on, I don't know who was running with this fucking news this afternoon. I'm like, give me a break with yeah. this shit. All rumors are leaning towards Will Osprey. We still don't know. Uh, I'm very curious to know how Tony Khan finagled this deal when he's not a free agent, as reported from several sources. Not till February 2024, but uh, you know, there's no use in talking about that. It's Will Osprey or Mercedes. So, I mean, it may it may be that we're going to end up getting both of them. But all signs point to Will Ospreay tomorrow night at Full Gear. So uh, we will uh, cross that bridge when we get there tomorrow night. We got a lot to talk about tonight in form of SmackDown and Collision. We're not going to be going over Rampage because I didn't really watch the show outside the Christian Cage match, which was kind of predictable anyway against Shrimp Beretta. Uh, Outside that, I know MJF, some people in the chat, are saying he chose Samoa Joe as his partner for the Ring of Honor Tag Team title match. Great. Like, we didn't know that already. So... Uh, we will go over what happened on Collision and SmackDown, and I want to thank you guys very much for joining us here on your Friday night. We got 1,500-plus. Jesse and I, I think, uh, are you going to be with me tomorrow
2: night for Full Gear? Yeah, man, I'll, I'll yeah. be here. I, I already. I, my plan was to be here tomorrow night for Full Gear, man. All right. I'm 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 here tonight because you asked me to, man, and I would absolutely love to be here. I see people wanting my thoughts on WWE. I don't watch the show. But well, I'll tell you what I got. What you, I'll tell you guys what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to give my opinion as an outsider looking in. So I'm going to take what JD feeds me as far as what happened on the show and just give my thoughts of what an outsider would think about the segment as it came off to me.
1: Ronda is in, uh, yeah, that's a good. Jesse's going to talk to WWE today. No doubt about it. Uh, someone said Ronda is in Ring of Honor. What? Ronda is R-O-H. in Ring of Honor. Ronda is in ROH
2: in roh stuff. What are you
1: talking maybe, don't about? Know. They're, they're... Bro, Rhonda is in ROH, JD. Well, why is why is everybody
2: saying this now? Did something happen? Well, she this, well, rampage is over. So if they're still there, maybe they're taping some ROH stuff and maybe she made an appearance. I don't know. That's a possibility. Yeah.
1: So maybe that's on uh, on social media. I think uh we will uh browse that uh, someone sent me something who's this may not agree Oh no that's not uh, I don't know. If Rhonda's in uh in Ring of Honor, whatever.
2: I don't watch Ring of Honor. Who gives a me shit? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? I'm not me watching but Ring but of I Honor. But I'll tell you what. Now that Rhonda's she, there. Me but I'll tell you what, if she's gonna bring extra eyes to it and make it something interesting if something starts happening on ROH because of Rhonda, I'll get wind of it. And if it's that interesting, I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll check
1: it out. WrestleVotes did say I'm heard for, or I, I'm heard from several sources this evening that Ronda Rousey's backstage at Collision Dynamite dual taping. We'll see where this leads. Uh oh. So, oh yeah, Ronda did show. Up. Ronda Rousey is in the ring at the Ring of Honor tapings right now. Looking oh yeah, wow. wrestle Purist. someone took a picture
2: of it and they retweeted it. Uh oh. There you go. I'm looking at a very nasty spot from Rampage with Action Andretti and, um, Roderick Strong. I'm really hoping this is a work. I'm really, really hoping this is a work because this is a nasty fall and they stopped the match and the ref is tending to him and everything.
1: Attending to who?
2: Roddy. Oh, Strong. No. It's like this angle, not, not, fu- uh, this
1: angle is fucking doomed.
2: Again, not again, you know, he has that neck injury that could be... i only got a clip. He sent He sent it to both of us. It should be in your Twitter feed right now. I mean, it, maybe it's a part of the script, but this is a pretty nasty-looking bump and the ref stop the pin sequence to take a look at him. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a work. I don't know.
1: Guys, I don't know, man. I thought I had to retire the Ronda.
2: <laughs> I think the good news is <laughs> if she's showing up in R08, she's absolutely 100% not the surprise for tomorrow. So... <laughs> No, there's no fucking hobbits. Hey, there was no hobbits <laughs> on Jeopardy, either. <laughs> well, maybe if they asked her a Lord of the Rings question, man, maybe Lord she would have the Rings right. I don't know. Then <laughs> yeah, she could have said, we little hobbits. No, she... Poor mm. Becky, man. She drew a goose egg on, on Jeopardy. Well, I, that's... It's all
1: that Irish whiskey, man. You know, kill all those yeah. brain cells. I don't know. Anyway, uh, listen, guys. Thank you so very much for joining us tonight. Follow me and Jesse on social media on X, at ny 206 At Chi-Town Smark. Go follow us there. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Make sure you guys are in the know. And please hit that thumbs up, man. It helps us in the algorithm. That's all that matters. Please do that. Super Chats are open. I got to give a round of applause here. We got somebody donating a bomb earlier. It's... It's Zabdi with a $100 super chat. It would have been the perfect night for Jade Cargill to make a debut instead of Becky Lynch, in my opinion. Thank you for giving yourself to the IWC. You don't know how much we love and appreciate you. P.S. Make sure to hit the like button, everyone, so that your Coco Jumbo may grow five inches.
2: Says it's Abdi. Bro, do you want your Coco Jumbo to grow five inches? I don't know what that means. I was going to no sell it. So, um, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna judge WWE on when they debuted Jade Cargill because I would assume they have big plans for everything that involves Jade Cargill from her debut to her storyline. So I'm I'm assuming they have big plans already for Jade. Let's see what they do first, as opposed to just saying what they should have done. Let's see what they have in mind first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got plenty. <laughs> They're they getting ready. I, I can see the rocket pack strapped to Jay's back from here, bro. They are about oh, to get their man. money's worth. Listen, if
1: they don't follow what they need to do, man, that rocket pack is going to be out of gas pretty pretty quickly, <laughs> man. Come on.
2: Yeah. Anyway,
1: uh, hit that thumbs up, guys. Algorithm helps uh, us out when you hit the thumbs up. And make sure you guys get those super chats in. We will hang out at the end of the show, man. If you guys want to sit VIP with us, that's how you get in the VIP club uh, super chats and become a member right here on OTS. Go follow uh, everything that we do. Everything you need is on the channel videos, extras, live streams, and Jesse and I will be live tomorrow night for full gear. We're going to start with SmackDown because to me, that's where the bread and butter is, and that's where we're going to start. AEW Collision, this is not their night, and we'll get to them after this. Let's start with the open of SmackDown. G. Oh, you didn't know. He was actually on the show tonight. Was he really? He was on commentary. Sat next to Michael calling Kevin Patrick. I hope Road Dog takes Kevin Patrick's spot because Kevin Patrick sucks.
2: I read, I don't remember Road Dog being all that great on commentary, though. Whatever. Uh, Road Dog was great right on the microphone. Was he? Okay. Uh, he's good in the microphone, but I don't remember him being great on commentary.
1: I don't know, but uh, Corey Graves is still out. And he's at home on baby duty still, so... Uh, he will be back uh, when he is ready to come back. Road Dogg said Graves and Wade Barrett had a baby. I don't know if he was joking or not, or maybe it's a typo. I don't know.
3: Uh,
1: Carmella, Carmella. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I think it was. Uh, I, I think he was joking around. He said uh, Wade Barrett and Corey Graves had a baby. Cole or Patrick uh, did not laugh at his attempt at a joke here. Whatever the case may be, Road Dog is already wishing he wa- uh, making me wish he wasn't on commentary with this fucking lame humor. But uh, out comes Damage Control. Speaking of humorous, Damage Control comes out, and they are now five deep. Jesse, we have Oscar, we have EO, we have Dakota Kai, Bailey, and Kyrie Sain, the Pirate Princess. This is now the new Damage Control. Um. Bayley feels like the odd woman out in that group. Bayley is going to be the odd woman out, and they, uh, they are heavily teasing that Bayley is going to get exiled from really? damage control. Yes, okay, so, so she was out there with uh, all of her ladies, and she took credit for bringing Oscar to damage control and called it one of the top moments in WWE history. Everything's a top moment in WWE history to these people. Every week. Oh, she said she's typically humble, but in this case, she was brilliant. She says they are playing chess, whereas everyone else is playing Candyland. I didn't like Candyland. I was more of a more of a Monopoly guy. As I Bailey
2: left, my, what? I remember my Candy my Candyland days. I used to torment my little sister playing Candyland, man.
1: Man, I don't know, man. Uh Candyland, I was never into Candyland. I was uh, Monopoly, Hungry Hungry Hippos. Yeah. Which was uh I won't even get into it. There's somebody <laughs> on the roster that uh, loves that game. In real life, but I will not say so. Oh my god. Um what else? Uh Operation and Rat Trap, if you guys remember Rat Trap.
2: That was too complicated for me. It was too Come big. on, man. Complicated. With the build the board and all that shit. Nah, fuck that, man. Oh, it's great. Anyway, uh Bailey laughed at her own jokes.
1: The rest of Damage Control were uh, imitating uh Bailey. And uh Asuka said something in Japanese and everyone laughed, and leaving Bailey feeling excluded. Bailey was like, "Well, what are you guys laughing about? I don't understand you." And um Dakota was actually talking in this scared tone and she told Bailey that, "Well, listen, listen. We aren't the new damage control, Bailey, because we have not initiated Oscar into the group." So, there's one of us here that's not in the group. Bailey was thinking that it was her because they thought you know uh let us let's all snicker around and make fun of Bailey and let's kick her out of the group everybody that's where they're going with this. you know Bailey's kind of clueless to what they're doing as we all know it's going to happen. You got these three fucking assassins here in uh, Kyrie Asuka, and e o uh they're not going to stand for Bailey's bullshit. The reason why these ladies are together is to get Bailey out of the group, so that's where this is going here. So they gave Asuka a T-shirt she is now initiated initiated in damage control. Oscar was happy. Bailey says she wants to celebrate. Dakota said Kyrie thinks they should challenge Charlotte, Bianca, and Shotzi to find the partner and face them at war games. So Dakota Kai will not be in war games. She's not cleared to go. And it will be four on four, whereas the men right now are uh, five, it looks like, with Drew McIntyre joining the Judgment Day. And it leaves a fifth to be found for Team Cody. So looks like we're going five on five for the men and four on four for the ladies. So... Bailey pretended like she was thinking the same thing. Shotzi charged out. She came out with her tank. And then uh, Charlotte and Belair joined in to beat up damage control. Eventually, Charlotte, Belair, and Shotzi stood at ringside and all of the heels retreated. So I like the fact that we got War Games kind of officially announced here. Everybody knew where it was going to go. Uh, Bailey, the story is here, Jesse, that Bailey. Is being pushed out of damage control because EO is just sick and tired of her fucking antics and her games getting in the way of potentially costing her the women's championship. So she enlisted people that she trusts and she knows more than Bailey, and that's Asuka and Kyrie Sane. And that's where they're going with this. So it looks like Bailey might be playing the role of Adam Copeland when Judgment Day kicked him out of the group here at War Games. That's where they're going with this.
2: Yeah, that uh, that that sounds best actually. And it looks it sounds I mean, if Bailey is still a heel after all this time, it sounds to me it, it's time to get uh get back to babyface Bailey. Yeah. Um it's been a while and her heel run is I mean, as far as I know the last time I saw she was I mean, fantastic. She 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 tries to live the gimmick so much, but her fans just love her too damn much. Yeah. Bailey is just so fucking awesome, but that group, it sounds to me like it would thrive um, with Dakota Kai serving as the new mouthpiece, and they don't need Bailey there anymore. No. Yeah, I was thinking
1: what they do with Dakota. I think Dakota probably is going to end up being a mouthpiece for them and uh, stick with them. I was thinking maybe they move Dakota to Monday Night Raw and get uh, her and Tegan Knox back together, but that would probably bring uh, Dakota down a notch, honestly.
2: Maybe I, I think uh, maybe well, I don't know if we bring it down, but it's something they've already done before, and this can be a a, a, a better venture for um, this. This this is them putting you know a lot of responsibility in in Dakota Kai's hands, and 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 seeing if she can step up to the plate because those three women will dominate any match or any storyline, and they just need Dakota Kai to help sell what they're doing. So. um yeah, Bailey can go on to do other shit. Bailey is so talented, dude. She doesn't need a stable. She helped them get to where they are. Her job is done. She can go do whatever Bailey needs to go do. Yeah, I think uh, I think EO leading a group that is
1: called damage control is probably going to end up being a lot better than what we've seen with this current version of damage control. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I like that. And also keep it keep in mind. I will re- I will bring this up again when we get to later into Smackdown. You know, you got EO, you got Asuka, and you got Kyrie who are together in in the same group, three of the women's best, they're all Japanese. Uh, there's a reason why WWE is featuring, Triple H I should say, featuring foreign talent. And, and we'll get into that a little bit later because Dragon Lee wrestled Axiom from NXT and there's a reason why Dragon Lee is being featured as well on the show. Uh, it all has to do with what was in the news today. And like I said, it's a very interesting topic. We'll, uh, we'll get there when we get there. Shifting over to Collision now. That's the way SmackDown started. Collision started off with Tony Schiavone in the ring, introducing the TNT champion, the patriarch of AEW, Christian Cage. Greatest TNT champion of all time. He's out there with Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. Schiavone x Christian Cage and his goons about their six-man tag team match tomorrow night at Full Gear. He then announced a four-way title match Tonight with the winner facing Cage on Rampage. So a four-way number one contenders match, I should say, which would then lead to the winner getting a championship match at Christian Cage later on Rampage. Great. Nobody cares. Christian's not losing that title. Nah. Cage called Los Angeles a town full of plastic phony people, and he said he would speak the truth. I don't really sense any lies there, so there you go. Christian Cage guaranteed that Sting would have his last match at full gear. Cage says he was sick of people calling Sting an icon. Cage then directed his attention to Ric Flair, who would be at ringside tomorrow night. Uh oh, Jesse, the old man will be at ringside tomorrow. Will he be taking a Flair bump tomorrow? The likelihood is there. A
2: shop. We may get a woo. something. Is he gonna? Is he gonna? Have an all-out assault on his coat again, or something, man. I don't know. He may do that turnbuckle spot where he goes upside down and lands on the apron. (laughs) (laughs) I saw something like it's something that said like Ric Flair was cleared for in-ring action by who? Who? By a doctor? By Doc Samson. This guy, Doc Samson, cleared him. His own doctor cleared him for bumps.
1: I think it's an imaginary imaginary doctor.
2: He was literally on his deathbed, right?
1: This is the same guy that fucking uh, went out to his last match, pissed drunk, and then went after the match to go grab the first thing that he saw, which was an alcoholic beverage. Oh, my goodness. Angel Alaga with a $100 super chat. Hi, JD. Great to see you and Jesse tonight. Also enjoyed Jesse's coverage of Impact yesterday and being a new subscriber of his. Yes, he is. Front row, bruh. Angel Alaga. Thank you, brother. Always love having Angel in the chat. Impact, man. Look at that, man. You're
2: growing your Impact Legion. Gotta love it, man. I mean, we're out there. The fans are out there. They just, it's not that many of them. That's it. Yeah. But
1: they're there. They're there. Yeah, who's uh who's Ric Flair's doctor says uh kill kill in the chat? Dr. Pepper. That's dude, so, <laughs> I mean
2: <laughs> Dr. Good. I mean, what the what? uh
1: Dr. Robotnik, man, Dr. Wiley, who's this fucking doctor,
2: man? Dr. <laughs> Evil <laughs> it, Dr. Evil genius! Right. It, it makes me <laughs> it makes me seriously. Like, doubt the credibility of that very same doctor when they clear of wrestlers. Oh, you're clear for in-ring work. Oh, you fucking cleared Ric Flair, too. What am I supposed to think about that?
1: Oh, my God. Man, I tell you, man, if he takes a bump tomorrow, we got nobody but Tony Khan to blame. Nobody. Anyway, back to Christian Cage. Ric Flair uh, is uh, going to be there in Sting's Corner. Cage said Adam Copeland would regret signing contract with AEW after tomorrow night as the crowd chanting Copeland's name, Adam... Adam. Cage told Adam. Cage told Copeland that he's not the same person that he used to be. Cage says he was the patriarch of AEW. He ended the promo by telling Copeland that he would break his neck. Then he addressed the four-way TNT contenders match, title contenders match later in the evening. Cage then referenced James Harden and called himself the system. I don't know what that means. Me neither. I don't watch basketball. Okay. I don't watch James Harden. I don't watch the NBA. But uh, I do watch Christian Cage, and I thought uh, Christian came off strong here. And uh, starting the show off with Christian Cage over damage control, AEW 1, WWE 0. Not like I'm keeping score or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that match. Uh, the thing is, and Jesse and I talked about this, and I know I talked about this with Drew as well on Tuesday. AEW, Tony Khan has, has to do... One thing for the six-man tag team match tomorrow with Christian and, and and Adam Copeland. Keep them away from each other as much as you can. I don't expect them to not cross paths at all in the match, but don't give away too much because their one-on-one match needs to be special. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, Good luck with that one, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lexi Nair. She was there with Ricky Starks and Big Bill. They weren't happy about a four-way tag team title match at the pay-per-view, so they decided to change things up. So you know what they did, Jesse? They turned this match into a four-way tag team title match. Boring, right? Yeah. Then you get that change to a ladder match tomorrow night for the AEW Tag Team Championships. This is courtesy of a change made by Tony Khan himself. I mean, uh, I guess it takes the match to uh, must-see levels now, huh? Imagine Brody King in a ladder match, bro. I'm
2: kind of worried. I'm kind of worried, too. (laughs) Kind of worried, dude. That's a big, scary motherfucker. That's...
1: that's, I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do there. Jesus Christ. But uh, we we will see what happens there. Fatal 4-Way. The match, obviously, becomes a little bit more intriguing, a little bit more dangerous. You know, there's nothing wrong with some danger, but... You know, AEW, man. Who, who's gonna get dropped on their fucking neck and and the back of their head tomorrow night? I'm sure we'll be keeping tally. Oh. Uh, we don't man. know psychology though, so we don't, we, no, we, we, we don't we, know. We can't
2: talk about that. No, no, no. We need to we need to need to educate ourselves a little more. Yeah.
1: First. Uh back over to SmackDown. Bianca Belair and Charlotte weren't thrilled with Shotzi charging out to the ring. I don't know why she's there. Who's the odd woman out here for war games, man? We got EO, we got Kyrie, Asuka, Bailey. Charlotte, Bianca, and then we get Shotzi. 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 Definitely what, odd woman out, man. I, I don't know how they're going to book and produce this War Games match, but they need to give her something important because she sticks out like a fucking sore thumb, and I'm not talking about her ridiculous haircut.
2: What are they doing with Shotzi these days? Nothing. Nothing. She's a jobber. Heel, baby face? What? Baby face. Baby face? Yeah. Uh, no alliances? Not... No, I mean, all of a sudden, now with Charlotte Flair. Just for the sake of
1: just for the sake of war games, yeah. Okay, yeah. that doesn't sound so. Uh, she apologized and said that she wants so badly to kick their butts. Bella said they need a partner. She looked at Charlotte and said she knows someone. In the background, Nick Aldis. He was there talking to Cody Rhodes. Then he walks in and says they need to secure a partner for war games by the end of the night. Great. Like we didn't know who the fuck that was gonna be. Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins versus Butch and Ridge Holland versus pretty deadly, Elton Prince and Kit Wilson. This was a triple threat match. Winner earns a tag team title match against the judgment day. Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Now, this was fun for what it was. I, I didn't really I didn't really care emotionally about any of any of these teams. Winning, per se, to get a title shot against the Judgment Day. But at the end of the day, the Street Profits were the only team to win this thing, the right decision, because Bobby Lashley has groomed them as winners, and they should not come off as losers, because we've already been through this already with them. So the Street Profits end up winning this triple threat match, and that's the story there. Bobby Lashley was watching backstage, and B-Fab continues to walk up to Bobby Lashley every week, Chatted with him briefly. They cut away quickly. Nobody knows what their alliance is. Nobody knows what's going on, what's being discussed. So uh, something is going on there. I don't know. Butch, he mistakenly kicked Ridge Holland, leading to the street Profits hitting their finish on Holland for the win. After the match, Ridge Holland shoved Butch. So it looks like there's some trouble in paradise for the brawling brutes. And Sheamus is due to come back. In a couple of weeks, he's advertised for SmackDown, I believe, next week. Uh, I don't know where they are. That's one uh one day before Survivor series. But Rich Holland getting frustrated here with the brawling brutes continuing to be losers. Butch needs to go back to his name as Pete Dunn. I can't
2: wait for him. To I was just, drop just that to say, why name. is his name still Butch? Let me add him. Bragging. Why is his name still Butch?
1: I don't know, man. Listen, man, you, you don't you don't think after all these months seeing him as Butch that he's not ready for a marquee WrestleMania spotlight? Butch. Butch in the main event of WrestleMania.
2: I mean, they he, he could have had it changed by now. What, huh? I don't know.
1: What is Triple H waiting for? Vince is not even there anymore. I, Get with the program. Maybe he enjoys it? No, he cannot enjoy it. Butch. It's working for, it worked in the Vince era. We digested it during the Vince era. Now it's, not, now it's time to uh, shit that out and uh, go back to the beginning. Come on. So, oh, Rich Holland, I don't know. Listen, Rich Holland by himself. I can't see Rich Holland away from the Brawling Brutes, I think. I don't even think he's interesting as a, as a lone act. Like, why would you want to tease them breaking up or him being removed from the Brawling Brutes or leaving the Brawling Brutes? I don't know. But at the end of the day, the Drew Profits win here. 11 minutes. They win with their finish. That uh sky high spine buster and neck breaker combo there by Montez and Angelo Dawkins, who look fantastic, by the way. Angelo Dawkins looks incredible. Montez put on a lot a lot of muscle, looks fantastic. And uh they are getting a match
2: against the Judgment Day.
1: Two so heel yeah. teams. Oh. I I don't really know how this is gonna work. Profits are are heels
2: and now uh judgment day are heels.
1: Who we yeah, cheering for?
2: That is a that is a weird dynamic. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I so I, I did I did hear about the the heel turn for the profits. Let I me mean, I think we talked about that via yeah. text a, a little bit a while back. Um, how's that going with uh, with Bobby Lash? And where's MVP? Why is MVP not brought in?
1: MVP has not has not been on television. Is he done? I don't know. Probably. I know he's uh, an agent or a producer backstage, but uh, he hasn't been on TV
2: unless he's yeah. with the mighty, you know who. Is 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 Lashy still working in ring? Lashley worked Carlito last week, yeah. Okay, so it's... Uh,
1: they don't have a name yet, though. The group does not have a name. Okay. They're just Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits.
2: Okay, all right.
1: They are not the Hurt Business. They are not... Uh,
2: nothing money-related. I tuned in... Um, I tuned in to SmackDown for a few minutes, and I text you something about... Um, who was it? It was uh, someone wanted to speak with Lashley on the side. Yeah, BFAB. B-Fab, how did that go? What happened with that?
1: No explanation as to why she's uh, now talking to Bobby Lashley for three weeks. No explanation. Couldn't even give you a fucking clue as to where it's going. Maybe maybe she wants Bobby Lashley to go out with her on a date somewhere after the show's over.
2: I don't know. Man, B-Fab funny. is an
1: attractive lady, man. I, I have no clue.
2: So, uh, okay. So uh, have they teased anything else since that part with him?
1: No, nothing.
2: No. Okay, there we go. There you go. Kind of like
1: uh I wish I could tell. I wish I could tell everybody to listen, man. You brought you guys are probably like, well, are you the professional? <laughs> I
2: yeah, can't I tell know.
1: you. I don't know where the fuck yeah, it's I going.
2: Kind of like uh Thunder Rosa going to talk to Poppy Khan, right? Yeah, that happened uh episode one. Yeah. Never saw her again. Anyway,
1: backstage Bianca Belair was chatting with Michin. Mia Yim. Maybe Mia Yim would be great on War Games. So what happened, Jesse? After that, Damage Control attack, Michin Michin is now taken out of the equation. She's not going to be asked to be on Team Bianca. So the storyline here was Damage Control was attacking everybody that Team Bianca was talking to about potentially being the fourth. Wow, man. How long did it take you to come up with that storyline for the show, Triple H, huh? Look, man, I, I, I mean...
2: So uh, uh so this is all Triple H. There's no more Vince involved
1: no, in creation. No no, we we can't blame Vince anymore. Maybe he has a plan? I hope so. I hope so. I don't know. I, I So I, I don't know. The, the the announcers then go back to ringside and they even reacted and Michael Cole said, "Damage Control wants to get rid of any potential partners." They want to get rid of any potential partners. So, there you go. That's the Storyline there. Going over to AEW Collision. We got our first match on AEW Collision. Miro versus Daniel Garcia. This was actually pretty decent for the time that they were given. Now, the story here is Miro, every time somebody advances C.J. Perry, Jesse. Oh, What? Every time someone is aligned with C.J. Perry. Miro is going to destroy this individual. Huh. Huh. Yeah. What do you like It's almost like CJ is building a monster from afar.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I know. That's interesting. What, what what are your thoughts on this C.J. perry Miro situation in AEW? Man? Well,
1: I you know, I figured that they would be paired together. It seemingly, it seemingly looks like we got some sort of uh, long-term vision here, which mm-hmm. I appreciate, number one. Number go. two, you know, every time we see something like this, we are always reminded that Rusev was the cuck that <laughs> popped out of a wedding cake. <laughs> And had to watch Lana marry Bobby Lashley while he jumped out of a wedding cake being cocked. And he had to watch Bobby Lashley in bed with his wife, also getting cocked. BBC. So I I, I don't know why... We are now in a position once again to watch CJ with every other man but her husband. Is there something to that, Jesse? I I don't know. It is very bizarre.
2: Now, I heard... Somewhere, I heard that on pornographic websites. I've never been to them myself, ever. Never really? Now, breaking no. breaking news. No, never been to a pornographic website. Really? Are are you are you sure about that, bro? Where's
1: my fucking? Uh, hold on, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse has never watched. Porno.
2: <laughs> the weather in uh, I heard that on these fictional websites that somehow exist somewhere, that there is a following of people who love watching their wives get involved with other men. Now really now. There's a pocket of the audience that likes to watch
1: their wives with other men. So they they, they they willingly admit to being cucks, is what you're saying. What? They like cucking.
2: <laughs> so, I don't know, but maybe, you know, I'm not here to kink shame. Maybe some people are into that kind of thing. <laughs> Gotta be. If you, you, if you were a pro wrestler, on-screen talent, working with your significant other, would you enjoy seeing them in storylines with other men? Bro, I am not Adam-22.
1: Okay. I am not Sneeko. Okay. I am none of those people. I think I'm better than those guys.
2: Okay. I am a man. Okay. I am not a cock. Oh, wow. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. That's cucking, not clucking. Hey, don't fucking disrespect <laughs> clucky. All right. Ever. <laughs> Ladies Jeez. and gentlemen, this is breaking news. JD
3: <laughs> is not a cock. Sports in five.
2: Ooh, who is Adam 22?
1: He's got a porn star wife. Lena the Plug. He's oh, a solid oh, five and a half out of ten.
2: Oh, oh that's, the one, that's the one that, like, poured his bro, wife off somebody? Y- y-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Love, this fucking uh, large, black, pornographic actor, oh, bro. That was the guy. Absolutely and then, used and abused his wife. Oh, Lena the Plug is more used than uh, your childhood
2: baseball glove, bro. Oh, my God, dude. Man. Yeah, and that was, and, and then, and then, what's his name tried to get in his wife too. Um. The 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 the, the idiot football player that uh, I forgot his name, but yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Man, that sucks, man. Yeah, it sucks, man. Well, well, well I guess she sucks. I mean, Listen, okay. man, the I mean, okay. uh okay.
1: The, the, the power of social media, man. No it's God. it's crazy, man. man. What what social media doing? On? All right, we're getting off track. You man. back to Miro, uh, yeah. Miro. If he likes to be cucked, I don't know, man. It's up to me I like me man. I, don't, I hope that's not the case,
2: but. What a um, show. Antonio Wait. Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antonio Brown tried to get he in there Adam after He 22 a, as well? Yeah, he tried, he tried to bang his wife, but he, then they got offended by it. Jesus. Which is weird.
0: <laughs> which is weird.
2: How <laughs> dare you? How dare you make social advancements at my wife like that? That you You just. Okay. That uh. was so weird. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't that know. was so people, weird. People
1: are fucking weird, man. I swear to Christ. I swear to God, man. What is wrong with the world? Really? What, what is wrong with you people? Speaking I of- got, I got Dr. Evil Genius text I me. Mean, well, I didn't even look at my phone. Yeah, I died to say, look. I told, I told you. Calling Adam 22, he says.
2: <laughs> Speaking of weird people, man. I, I got one of your stands. Oh, oh, is this your burner account? Bro, I don't Who have is- burner accounts on Twitter, man. I, I have a life, okay? Who is this guy that hates me so much, but he loves putting your balls all down his throat? Matt A. Matt A. I don't
1: Matt, know, man.
2: I don't know. Guys, this guy's great. Guys, this guy on Twitter. I'm gonna post this shit in the in in the chat. This guy has he's following two people on his entire account. Two people, JD and Drew. That's it. He only replies to JD tweets, and he went out of his way to tell me that he don't want to watch tonight's show because I'm on it. True story.
0: Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, Matt A is a cock. Traffic in five.
2: There's a reason Britt Baker put me in my place. My takes are terrible. You'll never be on the level of JD and Drew. He, he, he typed this. He put this on the internet. I don't know, man. Maybe he
1: just doesn't like you.
2: I, I, I guess not, bro.
1: I'm going to tell you what they always tell me, man. If you don't have haters, you're not doing something right.
2: You're not doing something... I mean, he acts like I cooked his wife. He acts like I mirrored him or something, man. I
1: don't know, but uh, Miro, definitely Miro Daniel Garcia, though. I'll tell you that. This was actually a decent match. Daniel Garcia, apparently Jesse, says this is a contract year for him. He ain't going to WWE. Man, where's he going? He ain't going. Where's he going? Where's he going to dance? Where's he going to dance? He's going to dance in NXT? I don't know. Maybe he'll fit down there. Yeah, listen, man. There's plenty of ladies down in NXT you could do that dance to, man. I want to see you dance in front of Nikita Lions, man. Maybe you'll... uh, Maybe you'll you'll uh, you'll get, you'll get uh, somewhere there, man. I mean, you'll be a lucky guy there. Anyway, maybe, man, maybe. Garcia fought his way out of a headlock and he tried to chop Miro down, uh, going to the knee. Garcia forced Miro into the corner with uh, some punches and then a pair of running knees. Garcia hit a, uh, I think he hit what uh, looked to be very Brian Danielson esque knees. Miro came back with a jumping sidekick. Miro called for game over, but Garcia grabbed Miro's foot and got to his feet. Garcia then slapped Miro, hitting a back suplex. Garcia went to do the dance, but all of a sudden, Matt Menard ran out and told him not to dance and focus. Miro went for a charge, but Garcia ran him into Matt Menard and rolled him up for near fall. Garcia locked on a crossface. Miro fought out of it. Garcia transitioned into the Dragon Slayer. Garcia leaned back. Onto the hold, which allowed Miro to grab Garcia's head and repeatedly slam it into the mat. Miro then finally locked on. Game over. Over. And scored the uh, referee stoppage. It wasn't even a tap out or, uh, or anything. The referee just said, fuck this shit, it's over. Uh, Garcia passed out, and uh, that was it. So a decent little match there. Miro continues to cuck all of uh, CJ's clients. <laughs> Andrade was backstage with CJ Perry. And Lexi Nair interviewed both of them. Andrade was happy with Perry's management style. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Who wouldn't be? Perry announced that she had entered Andrade into the AEW Continental Classic. An announcement that caught Andrade off guard. After some words were whispered from CJ to Andrade, Andrade shook Perry's hand and said that he trusted her. So if Andrade wins this match, I'd be very curious to know what CJ whispered as a potential pot winning for Andrade winning this tournament, bro. I mean, well, that should give Andrade all the,
2: uh, all the momentum,
1: I should say, to win the tournament.
2: I think you need to get your mind out of the gutter. This is a professional relationship. She, 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 she whispered,
3: I'm not inflexible. Oh my God. <laughs>
2: Andrade probably said, how am I supposed to get in that after Bobby Lashley, dude? You see how big that motherfucker is?
1: And he's looking at CJ. How you know? How you know? <laughs> I got mommy at home. Charlotte.
2: Bruh. Sure. Oh, my God. Don't, I trade, oh I trade
1: Charlotte for CJ fucking at the drop of a fucking penny.
2: Come on. Is that is that some weird, like, just swinger relationship going on here? We got Andrade and
1: Charlotte. No, and- nah, I don't and I don't know who who knows but listen Andrade being announced for the Continental Classic is fucking fantastic you and I just talked about this on Wednesday with the Continental Classic we need to see pro wrestlers Ooh. Andrade and Brian Danielson now make 2 of the 12 names announced for the Continental Classic we're already starting off on the right foot and you and I Jesse asked for some explanation for all the people Tony Khan put Brian Danielson in the tournament because he wants Brian Danielson there It's his last year. He's one of the best pro wrestlers on the face of the planet, maybe ever. And Andrade was giving an explanation because CJ said that she negotiated with Tony Khan to get him in the tournament. There you go. That's all I
2: asked for. There you go. We got 10 more of these to go, TK. 10 more of these to go. And I I think that's exactly what we said, too. I mean, either qualifying matches or an explanation how we got in. Apparently, CJ politicked Andrade into the tournament. That's enough for me. You know, that's fine you know let that play out into the tournament into the story that works you know as opposed to just me waking up tomorrow morning to a tweet saying this match is going to happen in the tournament from tony khan yeah it's like oh we don't want that man.
1: i like it andrade <laughs> and brian danielson first two guys in the continental classic dragon lee he's on smackdown now full-time made the jump from nxt Dragon Lee was uh, with Nick Aldis backstage, who's the GM of SmackDown, and he told Aldis that he wanted a chance to avenge what happened to Rey Mysterio. Aldis says he was bringing Axiom in from NXT, and he can showcase what he can do against him. So, Dragon Lee mentioned Rey Mysterio. That's a nice little subtle tease there that Dragon Lee will be involved in the uh, turf war when Rey Mysterio gets back from his knee injuries uh, against Legado del Fantasma. So... Uh, we will probably be getting some gang warfare there between those two sides as the LWO is uh, on the shitter, on the rocks. But Dragon
2: Lee. Can they, can they survive without Santos? Who? LWO? No. I didn't think so. No. Dragon Lee was called up from NXT
1: and he's been featured pretty regularly. Uh, he's wrestled Cedric Alexander the last couple of weeks in some decent matches on TV. Tonight was probably his best TV match to date against Axiom. I'm very high on Axiom. I think Axiom is very good. And they had a banger TV match. I'm not going to lie. And this all goes to show you exactly what I said to you guys before. Keep in mind, I mentioned I was going to talk about this when the time was right on the show tonight. Coming out of that opening match, or the opening segment, I should say, with Damage Control, we got EO, we got Kyrie, and we got Oscar. WWE is doing a lot, Jesse, to feature independent, or not independent, I should say foreign talent on their show. And Triple H, from what I see, I could be off, but I really haven't been off about this type of thing all year. There was a rumor today that Triple H and WWE are heavily invested in bringing in Kazuchika Okada. Oh, come on. Uh, now, listen, I, yeah. I I don't, and I'm going to talk about this tomorrow because I'm, I'm sure I'll have some content going up before full gear. I, I don't think that's going to happen, personally. I, I don't think Okada is leaving New Japan. I think he will retire in New Japan. But Ticket, yeah. Drew, Ticket Drew, Andrew Baydala, uh, quote tweeted me and, and said, J.D., he, he said, uh, you know, don't think that way along those lines. Don't think that way. You know, you never know. Now he knows more than I do because he knows more people within than than I do, but if he's saying that, there's got to be a reason why he's saying that. And then it made me click. It, it clicked uh, tonight, and when I was watching SmackDown, you see the Japanese ladies to open the show. You see Dragon Lee featured weekly. You know, I honestly Jesse think that Triple H is trying to make good on the Japanese and the foreign talent, the Mexican talent on the show where you know, as good as anybody, that when Vince was there, he didn't give a a rat's ass about these types of talents because they didn't speak English or they were too small or or they were just not, uh, you know, the apple of his eye and they didn't fit his body type or whatever the case may be, whatever excuse. Triple H is trying to change that mentality and he's trying to push these men and women on the show now because he wants to recruit an Okada and he wants to recruit a Julia you know, coming over from Stardom and Road and New Japan. And he wants to make it seem like this is a safe space for them to come and not go to AEW. Because, you know, the old administration didn't do anything with his talent. And now he's trying to change that. But, you know, man, you, you know better than anybody. Like I said, it's not going to happen overnight. He's got a long way to go before he washes away that fucking
2: Vince stink. That, that and I, I understand that, you know, I'm hearing that Vince is out, but... Did they also get rid of Kevin Dunn? No. Kevin because Dunn is Kevin still Dunn, Kevin Dunn's still there. Kevin Dunn was also a huge proponent and not, not liking um shooting foreigners because they didn't come off well on TV and, yeah. and the language barrier thing. That was a huge, that was a huge thing of Kevin Dunn. I remember there was a report where he he hated, he told people
1: backstage that he hated Becky Lynch's accent.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's just so, one. That's just one instance. That's just one. I mean, I, I don't know how much pull Kevin Dunn still has these days. I don't know if Kevin Dunn is taking all of Vince McMahon's text messages and phone calls and, and trying to relay his, his his agenda through Kevin Dunn. I don't know. But it does seem like, you know, WWE's um style to push something on TV to try to get the agenda that they want, i.e., Jinder Mahal is champion because they were trying to get into the Indian market, things like that. You know, so I don't know. That that's interesting, man. I'll get to this uh,
1: this guy in the chat. I'm going to highlight this message here. Um, yeah, it's going to take a, a long time to, to to wash away that stink. But but yes, that's where Triple H is going with this. That's what Dragon Lee's been been featured prominently. That's why they're, they're chasing Julia and, and Okada. That's why they're pushing Nakamura on TV as strong as he's ever been pushed under Vince McMahon. And, and then you got the ladies that opened the show tonight, the new damage control. So, yeah, he's uh, he's trying to change the way people look at foreign talent in WWE. And uh, that's, uh, that's good on him. I appreciate the effort, but it's not going to happen overnight. Somebody in the chat said that Tony Khan paid for Joan Jett for Rhonda Rousey. Where are you getting this news? I don't understand. Is Ronda Rousey with AEW? Why would he pay for the song? If she's not with the if she's not with AEW.
2: Hold on, listen. Jesse's checking. Because in. that's the music she came out to to ROH. So yeah, he got the song.
1: Oh okay.
2: Right. I'm I'm listening to the clip right now. Yeah. She came out, they they came she came out to her music in ROH tonight. Is she going to? Is she going to be specifically with Ring of Honor? She came out with Marina Shafir. I don't know. I I don't know, man. I tell, tell you, I right,
1: tell you right now, man. If she's on AEW television, this is a mistake. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. This is exactly what Drew and I talked about on Tuesday. How many ex WWE stars are you going to bring in and continue to kill the identity of AEW?
3: Yeah,
1: Ronda's does not need I don't know. I get it. Then she's a big name, man. She's a big but name, I, but a name that doesn't uh, have as much value as she did five years ago.
2: No, nah, she does not. Um, is it your opportunity to try to capture that year one magic? You know, I put some up on Twitter earlier tonight, actually, and, and because somebody else, you know, said, "Well, AEW is just all former WWE talent." At the end of the day, since WWE is literally the number one wrestling company on the planet, everyone. Everyone you employ is going to be former WWE talent. You have a very, very small pool of people who are not. And those are the people you make homegrown and you build them up and you get there. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're all WWF was formed. WWF was formed off of former talent from other promotions from the territories. They don't have, they didn't have homegrown talent. They pilfered and stole talent from other companies to make their own company.
1: Somebody in the chat said it's going to be Athena versus
2: Rhonda at Final Battle. Don't know that yet. I don't know. It's possible since she's showing up on ROH, but I don't know.
1: I don't know. That's ridiculous. What the fuck did she do to earn a title shot?
2: She's Rhonda.
1: Not the that I give a fuck because I don't watch Ring of Honor,
2: but yeah. But if she's if she's if she's gonna be. A regular, you know, talent on Ring of Honor is only a matter of seconds before she's a regular talent on AEW television. Of course. You don't think he's going to get a fucking uh, itch to put her on television? Not even that. I don't know what he's paying her, but I'm sure it's enough to not pigeonhole her to ROH. Put her ass on well, TV. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I know that there's one outcome and one outcome only for that fucking match. If it is official, Athena needs to win. She better win. Imagine Ronda coming in and not doing anything to take a title off of Athena, who's been there all year working a wrestle to build that title up.
2: He better
1: win. <laughs> oh, man. Holy shit. I think the fans will fucking
2: be outraged beyond uh, recognition there. Maybe but anyway. No. So um, Trinity came in to Impact and was pretty much immediately graced the world title because... She was the most popular, you know, talent in the company as soon as she stepped foot in the door. And that was the reason for justifying it, you know. Yeah. But I don't, Ronda it is it's not the same, it's not the same beast. Ronda is not more Ronda not better than the women in AEW. Now, they're not being treated as as well as they should be, but that being said, they have they have much better talent as far as female wrestlers go that should be pushed before Ronda Rousey.
1: Ronda has looked better on the indies than in WWE. Well, after this current run, I mean, you're really setting yourself for a low bar there, man. There's really nothing to compare.
2: She only had like one match, right? It was last night. I mean, give give it a rest already. That was her only indie appearance, right? It was last
1: night. If I see anything good from Ronda, I will let you know. But I don't think Ronda
2: should join AEW. I think that's foregone, man. I think that's already a done deal from what I... From well, what I mean, they're not here. just
1: going to keep it to Ring of Honor. I'll tell you that right now. Nah, Tony no Khan's way. a mark. He'll pay her whatever the fuck she wants.
2: Yeah. He already got her. Clearly, he has her, so he can put her wherever he wants. He Maybe he's testing the waters with this ROH appearance tonight. Maybe. And to me, it, it, this comes off with very little fanfare, too. So he's not putting her up on a pedestal. He's not like, boom, dynamite or collision, debut, this yeah. stuff he low-key put her on ROH and pretty much said nothing I, I t- about t- it. That's a good point. That, that actually may make her a little bit more attractive to the people watching their show. Yeah, he didn't make her a big deal. Christian Cage was made a bigger deal than this. Yeah. You know, so... Well, maybe he's funny. trying
1: to rebuild the women's division. I, I don't know. Slowly maybe maybe Ronda sure. leads to Mercedes coming in and maybe Athena moves over to uh, Dynamite. I mean, they already I- got a stacked women's
2: division. They just don't know how to fucking manage them. I, I think I'm ready to to pocket this Ronda situation in the boat of, let's wait and see. Yeah. Let's see how it plays out. Because there's so many moving parts here. Let's see how it plays out. Let's see what else he has planned for. Let's see what he does with her. He could have made this a much bigger deal. And, it, and it's right up Tony Khan's alley to do something like that. But he didn't. He didn't. He just kind of just threw her out there on ROH. Let's see where this goes. Let's see where it goes
1: yeah I know we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean it's intriguing, you know her if she's allowed to go out there and be balls of the wall ronda against Athena, I, I mean, I may actually have to fucking buy the show to be honest with you you know we'll that's, let's that's, check it, that's, it out Anyway, let's get back to Dragon Lee and Axiom. This was a very very good TV match between these two. I'm big on Axiom I think he's really really talented. uh Dragon Lee that goes without saying he is fucking awesome. he's going to be the, the successor to uh, Rey Mysterio when Rey Mysterio is no longer able to do this anymore. Axiom left off the top rope, backflipped onto Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee took the match over, and Lee took Axiom down to the mat with a Spanish fly off the top rope. Axiom came back with a attempted hurricanrana. Lee reversed it into a Liger bomb. He goes for a cover, gets a two count. He went right at Axiom with a knee, and then his Operation Dragon finish for the one, two, three, excellent TV match between these two. I thought they worked very well together. They got ten minutes. There was a commercial break in between, so maybe we got uh, I would say about six and a half minutes of TV time. Good stuff there, Dragon Lee and Axiom uh, showcasing what uh, luchadors can do. And I also said this, Jesse. And you and I talked about this uh, several times. Uh, I've talked about this many times on my own as well. You know, you see things like this, and Tony Khan loves his rental lucha. You know, if you could see that over there, and Triple H is doing something like this, that could rival anything that Tony Khan is doing. Tony Khan isn't really doing anything all that all that great, man. It's not the alternative anymore. AEW is not the one stop shop to see that type of deal anymore. Triple H has got these guys going out there on Friday night doing that. Yeah.
2: So I'm very unfamiliar with Axiom. Um, very familiar with Dragon Lee. It, what Dragon Lee is capable of. Yeah. So to just to For me, to just give Dragon Lee, you know, 10 minutes on TV, you know, and go have a match with someone, um, that doesn't seem like anything out of, you know, Dragon Lee's pocket of comfortability right there. He can do that. Um, My question is, what are we doing with him? What are we doing with Dragon Lee? At the end of the day. Building him up. At the end of the day, what's the plan for him? Is he is he aligned with someone? Is he is the, is he just trying to get over through in ring work? What are we doing to help get this guy?
1: Mixture of things. He's trying to get over through in ring work, and he's going to uh, I believe he's going to be aligned with Rey Mysterio when Rey Mysterio gets back because he did say to Nick Aldis he wants to wrestle tonight and he wants to uh, do this in honor of Rey Mysterio because of what happened to Rey Mysterio last week. Santos turned on Rey.
2: Okay, yeah. yeah let's, let's see what happens there. All right, Rey Mysterio can. You know, can get someone over. I mean, it's you, you got a luchador, put him with Rey Mysterio. That seems to be, you know, the break glass in case of emergency, you know, yeah, style over there. You know, let's see what they do. Back
1: to collision, kings of the Black Throne. Brody King and Malachi Black defeated two of Dalton Castle's boys. This went one minute, and they cool. hit Dante's Inferno for the win. Absolutely cool. a waste of my time. Nothing more than a tune-up match for the ladder match, AEW tag team title match at full year. Basically, yeah. Going back to SmackDown, we have Santos Escobar, which was probably the best thing of the night on both shows, in my honest opinion. I love Santos. always loved Santos. I thought he was great in NXT. And now he's uh, on his way to being just as good, if not better, here on SmackDown with his heel turn. So he's out there for an explanation. Finally, somebody that wants to explain their actions. I love it. Escobar said... People warn you not to meet your heroes. He says he modeled his career after Ray, and he said he wanted the next generation to see him the way he sees Ray. You became a father figure to me. Well, maybe you should ask Christian to be your father, Santos. He would never let you down. Oh, my God. Santos looked into the hard camera and told Ray that he made him feel at home. He said he realized that everyone... Dominic Mysterio, or everything Dominic Mysterio said about him was correct. So now he's agreeing with Dominic Mysterio. He deserved to be United States champion and he wanted to rebuild the LWO. He then said Ray brought in Carlito as a new member. Escobar spoke in Spanish and then said in English that they were supposed to be family. He called Carlito an outsider and said Ray favor Carlito over him. He said he knows Ray is watching him from the hospital bed. He says he knows he's in pain, and he said the pain he's feeling now should remind him of how he felt when Ray betrayed him. He said he hopes Ray's surgery goes bad and he never comes back. He called him selfish and no good. The rest of Legato came out, and uh, one by one, Zelina came out and she yelled at Escobar for saying what he said to Ray and how he was acting. He yelled at Zelina saying they were done She slapped him very hard across the face and yelled some more and then walked to the back and she was crying. Joaquin Wilde and Cruz del Toro consoled Vega on the aisleway and then they entered the ring yelling at Escobar. Escobar told them to get the hell out of here. You're dead to me and you both were dead weight to me. I never needed you. And Escobar, as they turned to leave, attacked both of them from behind and Escobar's heel turn is finally complete. Carlito came out. Escobar quickly bailed. He jumped over the barricade via the timekeeper's area, and uh, he ran away from the babyface Carlito here, and uh, that's the way the segment came to a close. I thought this was great shit. I, I, I don't know who, who in the chat watched this and thought what they thought of it, but I thought this was fantastic stuff. Probably the best thing on both shows, and I was looking forward to this. He explained his actions. He explained why he hates, he hates Rey Mysterio now. The only thing I don't really get right now is why he's aligned by himself and not with Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild. I thought we were going to get Legato here, and clearly that's not going to happen, at least tonight. Not going to happen, not yet. But the heel turn is on its way, and Jesse, I know you are familiar with Santos Escobar and the work that he did with Legato in NXT. You can just imagine that now on the main roster, that heel Santos that we love now molded a few years older, feuding with Rey Mysterio going into WrestleMania, man. I think this is going to be a tremendous feud for him.
2: Did Rey Mysterio have clothes on? Yes, he did. He was in a cast and he had a t-shirt on. Yes. That's good. That's yeah. good. Santos Escobar wants to mold the luchadors into and, and, and his vision. Yeah. Santos Escobar is a fucking national treasure, man. That was That was his goal
1: in NXT when he first came in?
2: He's so good. He's so good. I really hope, really hope they continue to push him. Um, that guy's world champion material, man. Yeah, he is so good at what he does. Yeah, I don't mean beat Roman type material. I mean, at the top of any normal company's, you know, ladder, Santos Escobar is is so good at what he does, man.
1: Yeah. Now, I have been paying attention to NXT, and I've been paying attention to social media because I follow Angel Garza uh, on 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 Twitter, and he's been. He hasn't really been hiding anything about what he really wants. I mean, I think Angel Garza, I mean, man, did they drop the ball on him. They moved him to the main roster, did nothing with him. Then they moved him back down to NXT with Humberto Carrillo. And now he's starting to finally get his feet wet and finally start to find himself all over again after all these years wasted in the Vince McMahon era. But I don't know what happens now with Legato. Santos... Could very well show up with some new fucking people in the LWO or, or, or Logato, or maybe he just molds the LWO into his own image. I have no fucking idea what he wants to do, but honestly, the way that I could potentially see it playing out is if he attacks Cruz del Toro and Walking Wild, I could see Triple H bring up Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo again and pair them with Santos—a new group, a new vision, new direction. And Ray battles Santos with Dragon Lee and Carlito. Now, where does that leave Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro? I don't really know. Because I thought it was going to end up being Santos and the original legato, Cruz del Toro and Walking Wild against Ray, Carlito, and Dragon Lee. So after the attack tonight, I don't know, no, I don't know where their direction is, but WWE Triple H can swing either way here. What do you think about that, Jesse?
2: Angel Garza? Yeah. And, and- Humberto are back in NXT? Yeah. They're a tag team down there. Why are they a tag team down there not a tag team on the main roster somewhere? Maybe, they, the wanted, they, the,
1: maybe they wanted to get working. I don't know. There was nothing for them to do on the main roster. There was nothing for them to do? No. There, there's no wrestling needed on the main roster? Bro, Joaquin Wild and Cruz Del Toro aren't even being fully utilized on the main roster. What the fuck do you think Angel Garza and Humberto would be doing?
2: I don't know who those two clowns are, but I know Humberto and Garcia and Garcia are money together, man. Garcia and Humberto are a wrestling legacy. These guys have wrestling tradition and their family dating back for decades. You can't find anything for these guys to do? Angel Garza is a fucking charisma fucking magnet. You can't find anything for him to do? I don't know. Maybe we should ask Bruce Prichard and Vince
1: McMahon. They didn't do anything with him. All we know is Santos is not going to be on his own. That much we know. Santos can be on his own. He can. But he's a heel. We all know heels are going to have backup and going to win dirty.
2: Yeah, dude. Garza and Garza and Korea are great, man. I don't know why they're being held to NXT. I don't know. I mean, I, I get that they probably ran stale on WWE TV, but I figured that would be because of the Vince McMahon era. Triple H can't find anything to do with Angel Garza?
1: Maybe this is his time, man. Triple H has always said that he wants to bring people up from NXT as long as there is a plan for them. Maybe he was waiting for this.
2: Okay. All right. I, I guess. I'm glad Carlito is back. Carlito was Carlito was so good, man. He looks great. He's so good. I don't how is he moving in the ring? I know he looks fantastic. He he he's good. He's good. As long as he stays out of the ring with Bobby Lashley.
1: Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, cuz that match was uh, not good last week. Really? And they changed his theme music,
2: I'm sure you know. Yeah, why would they do that? I, mean, I, I, don't know. Know. I, don't I don't know. That's not that's not the most important of things, but um Carlito being back great shit. If nothing else. The guy has so much knowledge. I mean, he he knows the business. The guy's legacy in this business, man. Carlito is 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 a gem to have backstage to help mold your your young luchadors and everything else, man. So yeah, it's awesome, man. Going over to
1: Collision, Shrimp Beretta, Brian Cage, Penta, and Commander. Another well, one of Tony Khan's favorites right now. Commander, it's on every fucking show. Commander Aziz.
2: Where's Commander Aziz? Is I don't he know, on wall?
1: No, he, he, he got fired.
2: Oh, come on.
1: What? They're, they released him, yeah.
2: What? They could have built a
1: company around this guy. He'll end up in AEW on Ring of Honor. No, no, I was kidding. Stop. No. Number one contenders match here for the TNT title. Winner gets Christian Cage on Rampage. It's has 11 minutes. Trent wins in 11 minutes. And he gets the shot against Christian, which inevitably he lost. Penta hit Trent with a backstabber. He didn't fully hit the backstabber. Penta hit a destroyer on Commander. Sling blade on Cage. Finally, it made a made in Japan on Trent for a two count. Penta went for a fear factor on Trent. That Cage broke up. Penta then focused on Commander and used him to catapult over the ropes onto Cage. Commander flew through the ropes and hit Penta. And then did his rope walk and missed a moonsault that Trent turned into the... What does he call that? Uh, Storm Zero? His finish? One, two, three, and that was it. Yeah. He pinned Tony Khan's Rentalucha. Commander. Commander's a ring of honor talent. He's on yes, dynamite. He
2: is.
1: Got more AEW time than fucking uh some AEW talent. It was a good match. Nice win for Trent that ultimately meant nothing. It was just there to fill TV time. That's all it was. Christian's not losing the championship at all. It would be a mistake if he does. So Christian ended up beating Trent in what I thought was a decent match. And then after that, I didn't really give a shit about Rampage. I don't know. What'd you think of this? I Fun, right? I didn't minutes. watch any. I
2: didn't watch any of Rampage because he told me we weren't gonna cover it. No,
1: I didn't I wasn't watching. I never watch it.
2: Well, Just it's... a waste of time. I don't know. I mean, but this, it's live tonight. It's go home show. Yeah, I figured sure. this would be a, a strong, night to Strong Zero. Strong zero. Sorry. Storm
1: Zero, Strong Zero, same thing, man. It's same the game. same fucking thing. Uh Paul White. They show clips of Paul White getting uh power slammed on top of the limousine. Yeah, I gotta I do it. No, I'm not gonna do it. Should I do it?
2: You already blocked me. So. <laughs> How was everybody fucking hobbits? Is, dude? I don't know.
1: Okay. I love hobbits, man.
2: You mean to tell me
1: you don't watch The Hobbit, man? You don't think what it would be like to live in one of them little houses? No, no, no. You don't I think don't you don't think it'd be cool to be friends with Gandalf the Grey?
2: Probably no. No, they haven't really sitting thought in, about
1: sitting that. in one of those bars with Aragon
2: drinking a nice pint. No, maybe it's just me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You and you and your you and your Pokemon reveals. Who what? guys? I got a super duper rare. I got a I got an ultra Pikachu. Tune in to more JD channel, guys. Bro, shut your fucking
1: mouth, okay? <laughs> fucking look at this one. Shiny. Shiny. Anyway, they showed Paul White. Getting slammed by Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs and Don Callis were shown backstage with Lexi Nair. Callis said White was out and wouldn't come back. Hobbs said, Moving forward, anyone can get it. He's big, he's black, and anyone can get it, he said. Those are his words, not mine. Okay. He says he took okay. out a living legend and a multi time champion. Hobbs told White to stay away. Where is this leading to? Now he's
2: taking out Paul White. Well,
1: what's next?
2: So, Goldberg? It looks like, it looks like Will Hobbs is now the official, unofficial, strongest man in AEW now. You know, put over, made official by him eliminating Paul White. Is that, is that where we're going now?
1: What was that? Goldberg coming in? What?
2: Oh my God. Please stop. Goldberg versus Hobbs? As, I took that as, uh, a positive from us getting Paul White in the ring. He was, he was here to put Hobbs over as being, uh, you know, the strongest guy in, in AEW. I mean, it's yeah. admirable. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying. Listen, man. man, those were his words. They weren't my words. He said he was
1: big. He was black and jacked. He, he's I'm just he's reiterating not. what he said.
2: He's saying he's not. You
1: know, I, I mean, is he, li- up- is he lying?
2: I saw the guy up close and personal. He is definitely big, and I'm pretty sure he was definitely black, and he was jacked. Wardlow. Now the job match on Collision. Man,
1: that's what I signed up for for Friday night. Powerbomb, Swanton Bomb, and a last ride powerbomb, and then the referee stopped this match. Wardlow beats Evan Daniels. Who? Some what? jobber. Some jobber in L.A. I don't know. Where? I don't know. Evan Daniels. That was it. He came. He left. Goodbye. Nothing was said about Wardlow. Hmm. Ward who? Roosh. He wrestled Dax Harwood one-on-one. We'll get to that. That was the next match. That was a great match, by the way. We'll get to that in a second. But we got Grayson Waller versus Timmy. Cameron Grimes is back on television, man. And Grayson Waller beats Cameron Grimes in three minutes. Three minutes. Waller wins with the... What does he do? He's do he does that little roll and then uh, the little... Uh, that little Hi, fucking... How? You put a
2: Pokemon on the screen. I'm just now seeing it.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. That was like seven
2: minutes ago. Maybe my last thing is behind. It's, it is.
1: There we go. Grayson Waller wins with his uh, little roll into the ring and that little uh, flatliner move he does. One, two, three, and that was it. Cameron Grimes, man, thanks for coming, man. What a fucking waste Cameron Grimes is on the main roster. Don't know what they're doing with Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. I'd love for them to get some tag team title shine, honestly. There's a nice baby face team. You know, this is what I envision, man. Cameron Grimes, you know, going after the United States title, build him up for a little bit. Maybe we get that next year. And then we get Austin Theory and Grayson Waller Tag Team title match against Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. I think that'd be nice. What do you think, Chat?
2: Am I just fantasy booking here? I don't know. Uh, you know, I I kind of had my my I don't want to say doubts, but I kind of had. I was a little I was a little on the fence on on if WWE would. Do right by Cameron Grimes on the main roster. They have not. I, You know, I was kind of skeptical about that. I mean, because it, first off, they never really established his gimmick in NXT. They had a fantastic gimmick for him in NXT, but before they called him up, it seems like they shifted it and changed it and then called him up. Yeah. So I was kind of like, what are they going to do with him on the main roster? This shifted gimmick that for me it was not as over as his original one was. And now here we are. So I- you know you
1: know who also is uh you know uh teetering on a main roster uh call up or has been uh, drafted to free agency, Von Wagner.
2: Oh, yeah, they're going to they're going to drop him for sure. Darren oh, Corbin's man. a free agent too? He was on he's on NXT, right? Where's Odyssey Jones? Anybody know where he is? I keep asking about him. I don't know why. Ooh, who? Who? O- Odyssey Jones? Oh, he was he was a part of the NIL program, right? Yeah. Okay. What about um the their 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 the superstar? They got the, the rapist that they promoted.
1: Uh uh Gable Steveson. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he's been uh he's been working the house show circuit. Oh, okay. Right. Off TV. There we go. So you can't hear the booze. There you go. Money will money will spit. Yeah. Damage control. They beat up Zelina Vega. So Vega is not joining Team Bianca for war games. They left, and uh, Vega was being checked on by medical personnel. All right. Back over to Collision. Roosh, Dax Harwood. This was a great match. Ended it in a no contest, though, because neither one of these guys could lose, being that they got a tag team title match on Saturday night. Ricky Starks and Big Bill were on commentary, and they did a decent job on commentary. Love Ricky Starks. Love Big Bill. Uh, this was a hard Hard fought match, man. I don't know if there's anybody in AEW that works as stiff as Roosh. I, I don't. I mean, I would be, I would honestly be terrified if I had to wrestle Roosh. He is dangerous. Uh, I, I can see that. And Dax, he, I mean, I tell you, man, Dax was promoting this match. He's like, this is like, it's going to be a hard one, man. It's going to be a tough one. Is
2: is Roosh stiffer than Athena, though? Yeah, really, I think so. stiffer, stiffer than Willow Nightingale. Yeah. Oh my God, that's. Oh my God, bro! Yeah,
1: I think I think I think, uh, I think Roosh is uh, a harder, Man. harder fight than both of them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they traded chops back and forth. Hardwood's chest was bleeding from the chops of Roosh. Roosh sent Hardwood into the corner, and then he went for the bull's horns before booting Hardwood in the face. We go to commercial. Roosh landed uh, three amigos for near fall. Hardwood hit a pair of German suplexes before Roosh turned him around and went for more chops. He then took Dax to the top rope, and Hardwood chopped him down. Roosh then crotched Dax, hit a superplex for a near fall. More chops. Both men knocked each other down. Both men charged at each other with lariats. Then Roosh hit a back suplex for a near fall. Bunch of transitions here. Hardwood caught Roosh with a pile driver for a near fall. Both men rolled to the floor, where Roosh sent Hardwood into the post. So Roosh... You know, the typical prick that he is, he gets in Ricky Stark's face, who's sitting on commentary, shoved him with the headset on, and then spit on him. That's a Roosh is an animal. So uh, he gets back in the ring. He's setting up for his finish, the Bulls' horns. He's calling for it in the corner. Roosh went for it. Starks gets off commentary and runs into the ring and spears Roosh to call the match off and no contest. Looks like uh, it should have been a DQ. With Roosh winning the match, being that Starks speared Roosh, but uh, they can't give the loss to Dax because he's got a tag team title match on Saturday night. So they called it a a no contest. (laughs) Big Bill gets in the ring, attacked Harwood. As Shivani announced, this match is a no contest. All the participants in the ladder match then came out and brawled with Big Bill and Brody staring at each other. So they teased that for tomorrow night. They pulled out a ladder. And Dralistico and Cash Wheeler cut them off. Security and referees came down to break things up. Just a taste of what's going to happen tomorrow night. Eight guys in a ladder match. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Somebody's breaking a leg. Legitimately.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a rough match, man. Action Andretti was backstage. With Lexi Nair, who
1: went to give a medical update on Darius Martin after the Kingdom attack on him last week. The Kingdom and Roderick Strong entered and they mocked Martin, and this fucking guy, man, Roderick Strong, you know how he yells at him? He yelled,
3: action! <laughs> this fucking I'm guy, so man.
1: Where did, where, when did Roddy become one of the most uh, entertaining aspects in all of fucking pro wrestling, bro? Holy shit. Oh, he's so good, man. He's just a hidden gem. You got to bring it out of him. I saw, I saw a, a Twitter video today where he was on the basketball court in the wheelchair and the neck brace. Bro. He's playing basketball in a fucking this? wheelchair, man. Who does
2: this, man? Uh,
1: he's living the fucking gimmick, i tell you that.
2: He don't just do that with the cameras on. I told you guys when I ran into him in London. He could, this guy is the real deal, man.
1: Strong said he would make da- uh, Action Andretti his next victim. Okay. Back over SmackDown, Paul Heyman, Jimmy Uso, and Solo Sokoa are in the ring. Heyman gloated about Solo beating Cena. He reannounced Solo as the winner of the match at Crown Jewel, even though we are now two weeks removed from Crown Jewel. He said the fans can boo, but they are about to cheer. He introduced John Cena, and the fans clearly didn't buy it. Some cheered. Heyman finished and said he is not here this evening. Heyman said Cena will never appear in the WWE ring again, thanks to Solo. Thanks for telling us he will, Paul. Heyman mocked what he Hooray. said. Was a crying boy in the front row. Now, I don't really believe that fans were crying over John Cena not coming back ever, but maybe there was. I don't know. He said, John Cena, goodbye. He said, that was Cena's cue. He says, that's usually when the music starts and he starts singing John Cena's song. And he, song hits and he comes out and gives his five moves of doom, but the fans will never experience that again. And it's all because of Solo. Heyman said, no one stays gone forever, but if Cena does come back, he'll target Solo. He said, Cena, though, cannot communicate. He said, that means he's not Cena anymore, and that's all because of Solo. Heyman says, it would have been the greatest promo of his career if he just acknowledged the GOAT, but now he can't even say goodbye because Solo struck him in the throat. LA Knight's music played, and obviously everybody here in the ring, the bloodline got mad. Knight comes out, let me talk to you. Knight said, the one cause and effect Heyman as it mentioned is that as good as Reigns has been, the only reason he's still champion today is because of the bloodline. He said every fan knows that's a problem. LA Knight said everyone in the ring will fall until it's just solo. He said first up is Jimmy. He said because he cost him the championship, he's been selected to pay the price. He called Heyman boss hog. Knight says he's giving Jimmy a first-class ticket to, get, to being stomped by LA Knight. Kevin Patrick says he's a man on a mission, and he's clearly targeting Roman Reigns, and he will take the bloodline down one by one, all by himself. Sure, he will. Sure, he will. Are we so still? Are we on on still on this line. thing? Are we still on this thing with LA Knight and Roman Reigns? I mean, for fucking Christ's sake, he's not winning the title.
2: <laughs> Why does anybody believe he's going to beat Roman Reigns? So, what is going on with 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 the? Bloodline, storyline, overall. Is it, is it pretty much done now Zero. To on this now? Zero. Okay.
1: Cody Rhodes came out and helped LA Knight at the end of the show. I'll get to that in a little bit. But right now, it's just LA Knight and the Bloodline. LA Knight and the Bloodline without Roman. Now, what I thought, and I'll mention this here. I'll probably mention it again when we get to the Cody stuff. I thought AJ Styles was going to come out. Not that we were getting a, a, a LA Knight and AJ Styles versus Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso at Survivor Series, which is fucking ridiculous. So lame. We just got that at Fastlane with John Cena. Same match. This is how you put LA Knight into the Survivor Series build? Right now, he doesn't have one fucking match at Survivor Series. Not one match. For either one of these guys. Solo, Jimmy, yeah. and LA Knight. What, what,
2: what, what are we doing? And Roman's not even there. Roman's not even on the show. Not even on the show. I understand. I understand not wanting to overexpose Roman. I understand he gets a Brock Lesnar ish schedule. But is there a, is there an, another underlining reason why Roman is not on the show? Is is he dealing with nagging injuries? Is there something else going on? I mean, what? I, I don't. I is, don't know, man. Is he apparently,
1: it's in his contract. I mean, I, I've seen a statistic that he's defended the title last year 55 times
2: or he had uh, 55 matches i should say mm-hmm. this year 11 so it, that's so, he, so he's a part-timer now basically he's not he, he is he is a part part-timer that's weird. I mean, so like what we, so what are we doing? Are we are we transitioning to Hollywood? Is he busy doing other things? Or he's just sitting there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe his leukemia his is back and this is a way to
1: hide his leukemia. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Is he injured? Right. You know, I mean, that's I mean oh, look. Roman will go down as the greatest champion ever. Yeah, it's great.
2: Look, it's easy I to can, do that I, when you don't fucking show up. I can understand. Roman not wrestling as much, but that doesn't mean that do, that doesn't that doesn't justify not being on the show. He can be on the show in the ring, promos, backstage promos, things like this. Roman can be on the show, not wrestle, and still, you know, get his money, get their money's worth.
1: And then the excuses: oh, well, he's earned this spot. You wouldn't take this if you were him. Anybody in his position would take that. No fucking shit, Sherlock. Thanks for talking.
2: I'm God. talking about Roman Seriously. I'm about WWE but this is the problem. Using.
1: He holds two championships on a brand where the United States Championship is also held by a part-timer. So what is there to fight for? Don't you think that him missing the show and WWE putting the United States title on a fucking YouTuber? Don't you think that SmackDown? I don't know. Is kind of boring at the top,
2: or am yeah, I wrong? That's that's, that's, that's come on, issue. man. That's an issue. And it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. That that is, that is an issue. Uh, I I can deal with Roman not wrestling. You know, if I'm you know. WWE management, you know, you don't want to wrestle as much. You, you've put your body through hell and you've earned a spot. Yes, he's he's earned the ability to not wrestle as much. That is fine. But get your ass on the road and show up to these cities and get on TV and cut promos. Yeah. And be out there helping the company. Just be there. Roman being there helps the company. You can't sit at home and help the company, man. Brock showed up more this year. When was it? This year? Rock showed up more this year than Roman Reigns did. Now, that's not that's not good. That's why I asked if there's an injury. Now, if there's a if there's an injury, if he's trying to recover from a leukemia episode or something like that, some of an importance, then scratch everything I just fucking said. But if this man is just sitting at home just because he can. That's, that's poor management of Roman Reigns, um, his his abilities and everything you've invested in him. He needs yeah. to show up and make these cities, man. I don't know. He's not at Survivor Series right now. LA Knight doesn't have a match. Jimmy
1: Uso doesn't have a match. Solo Sokoa doesn't have a match. I, I don't know. And, and um, listen, we're not even at the end of the show yet because Cody Rhodes came out to help LA Knight. And I don't know what the fuck they're doing there. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, at, at the end of the day, again, I was correct in booking the War Games match the way that I did, because clearly they could have people from SM- uh, Raw show up on SmackDown, SmackDown on Raw, if they just willingly just had Cody show up out of nowhere.
2: How so, many woes wo- wo- did we get?
1: Oh, uh, We got zero woes today. What the? What? We got, we got zero woes. What? How can you
2: watch a show with no? Whoa! There was no.
1: Whoa!
2: Oh no. my! God. This is guys. This is his first super chat, bro. No, nothing. Is he? Who's this? This is his first super chat. Whoa! Oh
1: my goodness! What are we doing here, man?
2: That's nice, man. That's what's up. Gabe
1: Williamson with a 99 99 super chat. Oh, my goodness. Gabe, thank you so much, brother. Just joining the stream. Finally was able to smash the pay it forward button to two of my three favorite podcasters. Cheers, guys. Roman Russell, less than Sting, a part-timer in quasi-retirement in the last calendar year. So dumb. Wow. That was Gabe's first super chat, and he started the fucking... Super chat off, unbelievable, man, with a $100 super chat. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you, Gabe. Happy to have you here, brother. And yes, Roman has wrestled less than Sting. It's fucking that's, crazy, man. That's embarrassing. Man. That is that is a ridiculous
2: stat, honestly. That is, that is, that is pretty bad.
1: Anyway, uh, shifting gears over to Collision. Buddy Matthews defeated Wheeler Yuda. I mean, it's probably humanly impossible. For Buddy Matthews to have a bad match. Can't. Can't have a bad match. Nope. It's fucking incredible. Now, that's the type of guy that should be in the Continental Classic. Him. Yeah. If Malachi is not in,
2: Buddy Matthews should absolutely be in the Continental Classic. Calling it right now. I want to see guys that can go. I don't want to see any sports entertaining. I don't know if we've seen this match before. Have we seen this match before? Buddy Matthews
1: versus Willie Utah? Oh, God.
2: Who knows, man? I don't know. No, Possible. Well, this, was, this was a great
1: match. Yeah. This might have been better than the Dax match with Rouge. Matthews hit Yuta with a flurry of offense. Yuta came back with a big forearm. Yuta came back with more strikes before Matthews cut him off. Big knee. Two straight up big strikes. And then Yuta came back with a German suplex for near fall. Yuta landed a super kick before hitting a dive to Matthews on the floor. Yuta hit the angle slam for a near fall. Both men went to the apron where Matthews sent Yuta into the post and suplexed him onto the top turnbuckle. Yuta booted Matthews repeatedly before splashing Matthews through the ropes for a near fall. Yuta went for the stomps. Matthews kicked his way free. Matthews did a pair of head trap super kicks before hitting a power bomb and a curb stomp for the one, two, three. Still showing that Seth Rollins influences Buddy Matthews. After the match, Matthews grabbed the chair to attack Wheel of but Claudio ran him off. Claudio said if Matthews wanted the attention of the Blackpool Combat Club, he didn't have to hide in his spooky room to do it. Claudio challenged Buddy to a match at full gear unless Ma- Matthews had to ask Malachi first for permission. Ooh. We're getting Claudio versus Buddy Matthews at the fucking pay-per-view. I don't give a shit if the match has fucking uh, a percentage of a build. I don't care. Zero build. Negative build. We're getting these two in the ring together. Sign me up. That's good shit, man. Love it. Yes, I-, I don't know who's listening from AEW. Buddy Matthews needs to be in the Continental Classic. I'm, calling- that's- I'm just... Now that I said it, I, I can't unsee it. Yeah. Seriously. John Moxley and Orange Cassidy. We got words from them ahead of their uh, championship match. The international title will be on the line tomorrow night. Looking forward to that. And yeah, we got all the build we needed from Dynamite. Moxley said everything he needed to. I don't know why we needed some extra here, but whatever. Then we go to SmackDown. Main event on SmackDown. Again, something that we've seen several times before. I'm not going to waste too much time on this. It was what happened at the end of the match that was the most important. Uh, LA Knight beats Jimmy Uso with the blunt force trauma. So, Solo, at the end of the match, headed to the ring. Jimmy hit Knight from behind. It's two-on-one. Solo gave Knight a Samoan spike. Michael Cole said Solo had orders from Roman Reigns. Sure he did. Solo cleared the table to put Knight on it. And all of a sudden, Cody Rhodes came out for the save. With no woes? No woes. He ran out there in a fucking three-piece suit. I don't get it. I don't get it. Fans chanted Cody. Cody and uh, L.A. Knight cleared the ringside area of the bloodline. And they stood in the ring together as Cody's music played. And they were uh, in and out. Segment came to a quick stop. So... I asked this on social media. I'm like, what the fuck? Cody Rhodes, you know, and and people were like, uh, oh, yeah, JD, uh, he was backstage talking to Nick Aldis. I'm sorry, man. I got to look at the fucking screen with a goddamn microscope. I could barely see Cody on the fucking show, but apparently he was there with Nick Aldis. I seen it after people screen capped it for me on Twitter, but we got no explanation as to why he was there. He wasn't on the show previously earlier in the night. Don't know why he's out there helping L.A. Knight of all fucking people. He's got his problems with the Judgment Day, and now he's helping L.A. Knight on SmackDown with the bloodline. Which story are we telling here? Are we telling the Judgment Day story and wrapping that up first and then going to the bloodline, or are we doing bloodline first and then Judgment Day? Or are we just doing both of them at the same time? Now, if we're doing both of them at the same time, I don't know why we didn't have bloodline and the Judgment Day merge together, join forces for war games, so that Cody... Sammy, Jay, L.A. Knight, and Randy Orton could be the babyface team. Why does Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins need to be on the babyface and heel teams for board games? Why aren't they getting a championship match on their own for the world title? Who's in the bloodline? Jimmy and Sola. And then you do Finn, Damian, and J.D. McFish.
2: So that's it. That's it. These two this, this this tag team is the bloodline. Yeah. So there's no more bloodline. Well, there is no bloodline when Roman's not there. That's what that's what I surmise. So Roman's never there, so there's no more bloodline. No. But why Jimmy's is Cody
1: helping LA Knight
2: here? Because he's a babyface. No, no, no reason other than that. No. What are we doing here? Is LA Knight joining the war
1: games team? Probably not. Bloodline's why not in me? the war
2: games. Why wouldn't he? What why else w- is he gonna do?
1: What what is what, why would you put LA Knight in the War Games match when he has nothing to do with the bloodline with uh with uh Judgment
2: Day? Because he has nothing else to do for the pay-per-view. What else is he gonna well, do? Whose with the fault pay-per-view? is that? <laughs> oh well. They gotta they gotta shoehorn it, shoehorn him in somewhere. And I got
1: though. the WWE elitists telling me, ah, oh, Triple H is trying to separate the brands, pal. <laughs> yeah, really? Cody's a raw guy. Where
2: was he tonight? He was on SmackDown. With no woes? Maybe With no woes, woes and no build and no explanation. They could have done the woes after the show ended. Maybe we just didn't see the woes. I don't know. But it goes to show you, for
1: everybody that wants to bitch and moan that I bitch and moan, I was correct in booking Survivor Series again. Sorry, folks. You get no ye. No yeet. No yeet? No yeet.
3: No might, well, might,
1: might as well end smack down here. At the end of the show, Charlotte told Shotzi and Bel Air, I called her, but I don't know if she's going to make it in time. Oh yeah, she'll make it in time, Android. She's in the fucking locker room. Called who? Called you know who? Miss Jeopardy. Oh, 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 but she she probably got Zero that. for 62, Jeopardy. Probably got that wrong. Cody passed all this in the hallway and was worked up. Oh yeah? What the fuck you worked up about? Judgment is on the other show, pal. I don't know. Belair made her entrance. Shot she came, Shotzi came out, and Charlotte came out, and they are out there for the announcement of their teammate for War Games. So Charlotte accepted the War Games challenge. Charlotte said she knows a thing or two about turning on a best friend. She said she's there, and there's a thin line between love and hate. She said if they're going to war, there's only one person that I'd want on my side. Damage Control's music played. Bailey said they know Charlotte is bluffing because they took out every girl they tried to recruit to be on their side. She said Charlotte, Shotzi, and Bayley won't even make it to war games or even out of the building tonight. So crowd started cheering, and then all of a sudden, Becky Lynch shows up in the ring. A big brawl broke out between everybody. And Becky is now the partner for Team Bianca in War Games. Charlotte leapt off the top rope and flipped towards Bailey. Uh Obviously, with her moonsault, she absolutely botched it. Completely overshot everybody. And uh, everybody went down anyway. typically Charlotte. Get rid of it. I don't know why she continues to do it. I don't. How much money you guys want to bet Charlotte does the moonsault off the top rope? In the, in the cage?
2: Don't she do it every... Every match No, no, no. Charlotte's
1: doing? not going to. Charlotte's not going up to the fucking cage doing in the uh in the war games. eO is going to jump off the cage. EO. Yeah. Kyrie's going to jump off the cage doing a insane
2: elbow. So for Survivor Series, we typically get a a um a dramatic heel turn. Who's going to turn heel in dramatic fashion this year at Survivor Series? Bianca
1: I am I am uh, no, no, Bianca's not turning heel. No, she needs to be fucking heel. Yeah, I know. I agree. I think Bailey gets gets kicked out of damage control, and I think there is uh, a, a huge rift between Judgment Day. I think Damian Priest and Finn Balor really?
2: possible cash in, maybe. Weren't they already teasing that though? A teasing a separation of yeah. judge like a Judgment Day issue. Yeah, it's usually a dramatic surprise uh, turn. I don't think anybody's truly turning. Nope. Drew,
1: Drew McIntyre just turned on Monday.
2: Okay, well, that's that's too many. That'll be too many turns in a yeah. short amount of time. Then, yeah. SmackDown
1: was a thumbs down show, guys. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't really like SmackDown at all. I didn't really like Collision that much either. But Collision was a better show than SmackDown. Um, main event, we got Hikaru Shida and Chris Statland are defeating the Outcasts. This is Ruby Soho and Soraya. So they're playing up Ruby Soho and Angelo Parker. For a uh, budding romance here. Uh, During the uh, match, Soho tagged Soraya and Statlander took Soraya down with a shoulder block. Soraya hit a running knee on Statlander as Julia Hart was watching from the backstage area who's in the match. Sky Blue also watched on from backstage and they showed these ladies watching on the monitor. Sheeta hit 10 punches in the corner before Soho yanked Sheeta down. We go to commercial break. We're back. Angela Parker was watching on as Soho... Yanked Statlander off the apron. have hit Enziguri to Soraya before tagging Statlander in, who ran wild on the outcasts. Statlander hit a spinning suplex for a near fall. Soho went for Statlander into the barricade, where she noticed Angela Parker wearing her merch. Nice. Soho hit a poison rana on Statlander before Sheeta hit her with a missile dropkick. Sheeta and Soraya collided with dual cross bodies. Both ladies were down. have hit a knee. On Soho to send her off of the apron before hitting Soraya with a running knee. Angela Parker helped Solo on the floor while Soraya to cradle DDT for near fall. Soraya went for a tag, but Soho was not there and she was focused on Angela Parker, who himself got taken out with a lariat from Statlander. She'd have hit Soraya with a katana for the one, two, three. Does any of this matter? She no. is not losing. She is not losing a match, and Statland is not losing a match because they're both champions and they got both title matches on Saturday. Give me a break.
2: No, but I'll tell you this: this women's match came off a lot better tonight than the last few weeks of women's matches we've gotten on Dynamite. Oh yeah, this was this was good. This was a, this was a good match. I don't know where they're going with Angela Park and Ruby Soho, but. It's 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 something. It's story. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that the the only interesting story we got of this is you know, uh, a a a woman trying to you know deal with a male in a relationship type deal. But at this point, I'll take it. Yeah. It's something. The match was entertaining. It had some story inside of it that that flowed and made sense. This was better than I've. I mean, I've been asking and begging for something of interest in the women's division for the last two weeks. This match was interesting, and it had some story behind it. I'll take it, you know? I mean, it's I'll take it. It sucks, but I'll take this over what we've gotten. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's see what we got here. Collision. I ended with an MJF sit-down with Tony Schiavone. MJF immediately made fun of Schiavone before telling him he was just having fun. MJF talked about both of his title matches a full year. He said he will defend the Ring of Honor tag team titles without Cole because he made a promise to Adam Cole. He says he would do whatever it takes to defend those titles to make sure they were still there when Cole got back. MJF then talked about the frustration he's had with Jay White stealing the world title. MJF said he and White are alike, and White is in many ways the parts of the parts MJF despises about himself. MJF said White stole the title trying to prove to himself that he was world title material. MJF told White he would lose at full gear because no one was on his level. So, Shivani ended... Uh, his part of the interview saying that Full Gear would be a year to the day that he won the world title. MJF talked about the likelihood of his success being slim to none, but he liked the odds tomorrow at Full Gear when he defends both the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles and the AEW world title. And then obviously his partner is Samojo. So that is uh, the end of Collision. I thought Collision was, listen, I'm not really big on Collision. Ever since uh, you know who left, uh, Collision has not felt the same to me. So, you know, it's, it's just there. It just exists. It doesn't really differentiate itself from dynamite. It's just dynamite with fucking, you know, different colors. That's all it is. And a different I'll, stage setup and a different opening theme. But as of the two shows tonight, I will say, Collision was a better show than SmackDown by far.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll say this much. I didn't, I didn't watch Collision when, when he was there. And it was not about... Oh, man, I I, I craved Collision when he was there. No, it, it had nothing to do with him either. It was just wrestling on Saturdays. Yeah. He he is not going to make me, you know, hey, Dad, you want to go and go to this baseball game? Dad, you want to play? You want to go out to dinner? No, son. No children, no family. I have to watch CM Punk on Saturday nights. He is, he is not that important. No one is that important to me, man. So it, it had nothing to do with him, and the ratings for Rampage or, or for Collision weren't through the roof when he was there. It had nothing to do with him or who was on the show. It was just there was just too much wrestling in the week, and Saturday night is just not a good night in the summertime for me to uphold what I'm doing to watch. I,
1: I I think I think Collision is like part Dynamite, part Ring of Honor, and part Dark. Honestly, when when Punk was there, I, I feel like he had a direction for the show, and he wanted talent on the show that he wanted to be featured and things just felt a little bit more organized. It's just all over the place now. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm saying.
2: Um, just an update um, on what we talked about earlier with, with Roddy and having that uh, very scary spot. I went yep. back and pulled up the show and watched it through. So they stopped the match. Um, the ref stopped the match to check on Roddy because the spot looked a little, you know, a little sus- um, they checked them. Samson came in, checked them, and they did continue the match. They did go home soon after, but Roddy appeared to be okay. So
1: well, that's good news. We don't need anything happening to Rodrick Strong.
2: Yeah, and he posted something about it on Twitter. Like, and the crowd, man, Roddy, dude, Roddy's getting fucking straight up baby face cheers in this crowd. Roddy, listen, match, man, you put the work in. You're man. gonna get.
1: You're gonna get your reactions. Roddy's killing it.
2: Man, dude.
1: Ooh. Guys, thank you so very much, man. I hope you enjoyed this dual review. I was not thinking about doing this, but I'm glad that I did, man. We had over two thousand people in here. Appreciate you. I'm glad Jesse ended up joining us tonight. It was a very entertaining show. I had a good time. Yeah, it was cool. it, it, it's it's a little struggle watching both shows because my attention's not where it needs to be at all times, but I think we managed tonight for sure. Yeah. I like it. But thank you guys very much, man. Please hit that thumbs up. Let's try for a thousand likes, man. We had over two thousand in here. There's seven hundred and sixty-seven likes. If we can hit a thousand, man, it would mean a lot to me because it truly helps us out in the algorithm. Do that for me. Hit that thumbs up. We got some super chats to get into. We're gonna do that now. If you want to get them on in, you still can. It's the last call. Memberships they're open. Follow me and Jesse on social media. At JD from MY206. I'm on X, Instagram. TikTok and Cameo, Jesse's on X, at Chi-town Smart. Go follow him on YouTube as well. He covers Impact Weekly every Thursday. Same at, at Chi-town Smart on YouTube. And make sure you guys go check out all the other content. Jesse and I will be live tomorrow night for AW, uh, AW Full Gear, not Collision. Collision was tonight. Full Gear tomorrow night. And uh, I may or may not be live in the afternoon, man. I, I'm going to try and hit up Drew and see if he wants to go live with uh, OTS Live. We've got a lot of news to cover, so... He asked me to go live this afternoon. And I could not because I was at the gym. So maybe we do that tomorrow night. Uh, special Saturday afternoon TNT for you guys. So uh, stay tuned for the socials for that. Let's run through these super chats. Michelle with a two. Word to Papa H next week. Add the bloodline to war games. I wish. Maybe too late for that. Beyond the script with the 499. JD, I really appreciate the kindness from you and Jesse. Didn't know I was that cared about. I really appreciate your streams. Love OTS. Always number one. Just get yourself right, brother. Worry about your family. We're always going to be here,
2: man. Who is it? Beyond the script. Oh, uh, yeah. Beyond the script, man. Make sure, yeah. Hope everything works out for you, brother.
1: Uh, it's Zabdi. Thank you again, brother, for the $100 super chat. I always appreciate you being in the venue tonight. Uh, MGM Ballin. I don't like hearing this ballin' with a four ninety nine. Had an awful week. Honestly broke down in tears today after work. OTS always puts me in a better mood. So thank you always, JD. Much love. You know, man, I have those weeks, too. Everybody has those weeks. Sucks, man. It's all right, bro. But, Hang hanging uh, there, bro. We here. We are here. And hopefully you found some entertainment, some laughs tonight in the show, man. Nickname My with a $2 super chat. Rampage actually was more important than Collision. Well, I don't know. I didn't watch. Ali with a 499. Hey, J.D., will we still get Jay Cargill at Survivor Series, or will it be a traditional four-on-four? Ali, Jade will not be at Survivor Series. Maybe in a backstage segment or a mention on commentary or she'll pop out of a limousine somewhere wearing no clothing at all. Uh, uh, or, uh, or, or a traditional four. What are you talking about, bro? We're getting war games.
2: Maybe was that was that the female that Charlotte was referring to that she called?
1: No, she always, she, she, it was Becky all along. It was Becky all yeah. along.
2: Uh, MGM Baldwin with a 4.99
1: wrote that chat before I found out. Jesse is here, too. Shout out to him, too, man. Both of y'all keep me entertained and distracted from my bullshit. There you go. Tone Mooney with a $10 super chat. JD and Jesse, did you guys check out that URL wrestling rap battle with Charlie Clips versus DNA? Epic bars and punchlines. Always great tuning into OTS. Keep up the great work, fellas. Uh, No. Not familiar. Where, where did you send this URL, bro? I don't watch rap battles. Not familiar. I watch epic rap battles. You know that YouTube channel?
2: Yeah, that's pretty good stuff, man.
1: Uh, Stallions Production, 199. Goldberg
2: was at LAX. And AEW Hotel, a pick is out. Uh-oh. Don't matter. I mean, best wrestlers in the world, respected by that. No, don't matter. Nope. Maybe he's a fan of
1: uh, the... Uh, what football team is out in Los Angeles? The
2: Rams. Yeah, I don't, maybe he's a Rams fan. I don't know what this dude. There's there's an obsession by wrestling fans and in, in, the, in the wrestling community with wrestlers who are not currently on TV. So uh-huh. it doesn't matter. I mean, so it, so Goldberg people. Are, Goldberg Goldberg everything Punk. It must be Punk. It must be. Punk. If, you, if he's not on TV, everyone wants to fantasy book them being on TV. That's, that's all they think about. They think about the, the wrestlers they can't have.
1: Uh Stallion, thank you, brother. well with a two dollars super chat. Kevin P, better be. Thank you, God, he's still employed. Kevin P. Kevin. Who's Kevin P? Kevin P I, don't I don't know who Kevin P is, bro. Golden Boy with two dollars super chat. The Roddy spot was bad, but the match was finished.
2: Yeah, yeah, they continue to match.
1: Lakefront Studios with a $10 super chat. EO kicking out Bailey and taking control of damage. Control is eerily similar to the rock kicking Farouk out of the Nation of Domination back in the day. Hey, it's coming. Whatever, can't wait to see it. Bailey should be a, a baby face. Angel, thank you for the $100 super chat again, brother. Always appreciate you being here tonight in my mother's basement. R3 Deep. With a 7 in Super Chat. He says, I never knew Master P owned House of Glory. Does he still own it? Here's a little little spoiler deep. He never did.
2: Does he still own it? No, he owns nothing. Okay. Hero with a $10
1: Super Chat. What a weird smackdown. Cody showing up when he's not supposed to. Becky showing up when she's not supposed to. Nick Gullis not banning damage control from the arena for attacking people. Don't know what to tell you, brother. Don't know what to tell you. No explanation from Cody. Maybe we get it on Monday. Will Chisholm with a five. We know Tony going to run back Ronda versus mercedes Monet. I don't know, man. I thought they did a great match at the Royal Rumble all those years back. I thought that was a fine match. Yeah, it was a good match. Jason with a $5 super jab banging Charlotte Flair is akin to a woodpecker poking around the tree.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell?
1: Oh, my God, man. Jason, 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 thank you so much for a $5 super chat, bro. D Bastardo, $5 super chat. Fellas, I'm entering myself into the Cadillac Classic and declaring myself for the Rumble. Wrestle to get in and make it important. I need creativity. What the fuck is the Cadillac Classic, bro? We talking about cars?
2: It's the Continental Classic. Cadillac. Ah, Blinkin' Continental. Cadillac. Okay. I think I see what he did there. Or maybe he maybe he
1: meant it that way. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, you're a crazy motherfucker, bro. <laughs> the Bastard, 97, with a 499. Great match between Axiom and Dragon League. You think Triple H will bring back the World Cup? Also, great stream from JD the Goat, the motherfucking ace. Thank you, Bastard. I'd love to see a uh, World Cup. Now that... Uh, Triple H is in charge. Maybe we get some importance and prestige with the King of the Ring returning next year. Maybe. Or the Cruiserweight Classic. Or the Cruiserweight Classic. I don't think the Cruiserweight title's ever coming back. They they did that shit so dirty. Ridiculous. Don Fanucci with a 5 super Supergirl. Thank you, JD, for all that you do for us. Been listening to you ever since you had that picture of Sephiroth in the background. I still do, brother. It's in Atlantic City. You just don't see it. Speaking of RPGs, I just got... It's going to get blurred out because of the green screen and the yellow, but... I just got Super Mario RPG.
2: Yeah. And I, was, I, I, also,
1: I also bought this.
2: Okay, t- two. I'm not going to see it for another 15, 20 seconds. The PlayStation Portal. I saw that, dude. What? Don't you have two screens Oop. on your computer setup? Yeah. So, can't you play PlayStation on one screen? And watch whatever you want on the other. Yeah. That's why I'm not getting a portal. I I mean... This is for when
1: I need to lay in bed. And I need to raid. Or if I'm watching SmackDown like tonight and the show sucks, I don't have to be in my office to watch SmackDown. I watch
2: SmackDown in the living room. Okay. And how much was it? (laughs) And and, and that's that's the point I'm trying to make. (laughs) For that much money, $200. It was no, it wasn't 200. How much was it really?
1: $200.
2: It was only only $200.
1: $199, yeah.
2: And you know what? It sold out. Okay, I guess it's not the worst. I thought it was like five or six hundred dollars.
1: I could play on the couch and watch uh WWE while fucking doing night falls. It's
2: great. New destiny. on me. okay, I mean. uh, d- it'd be a lot. It'd be worth a lot more if 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 it had yes Wi-Fi capability.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Fannucci, thank you, brother. Uh, Clone Force with a four nine nine. Paul White getting slammed onto a car by Hobbs, be like Peter tripping and falling down the stairs from Family Guy. I love Family Guy, old Family Guy, where it was crude and just fucking offensive. <laughs> <It's> just- where, <laughs> where 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 now it pisses people off. Good, good. Uh, Clone Force, thank you, brother. Jose Perez with a 499. Hey, guys, nice to see Jesse on Friday. Hope it is not a one-off. It is. You two are hilarious. Santos and Ray could potentially steal the show at Mania. OTS for life.
2: But according to this guy, Matt A. Matt A. Matt A. I am just the absolute worst. This guy follows JD and Drew only. Is this the guy that I replied to? Let me see. Yeah, Matt A. Yeah. Yeah. He only replies to your tweets. Yeah, I said I
1: said to him, "You ain't a fan of my work, then if you're letting one man deter you from watching what I do." Did you Did you see my my Shawn Michaels? uh, Then he says, "No, I did not see that." Then he says, (laughs) "I like you, JD. I enjoy all your shows when it's just you and when it's Andrew, Jesse. I get he's your friend, but he's really he really brings your shows down with his whining and constantly
2: being biased." I'm biased. I'm biased, you guys. I'm see, so bro. His at his at is laying the smackdown,
1: laying <laughs> underscore the
2: underscore SD. Yeah, it is. This guy, he, he only follows you and Drew. He made the account last month or or September. Yeah. Only follow... This has got to be your burner,
1: bro. I don't have I don't have time to make a burner, bro. Is it Drew's burner? It may be.
2: Listen, I'll talk to him. Is it Drew's burner? He 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 comes on here and dude, go to my- go to my tweets and look at the I gotta try to find it. I don't know. I posted the Shawn Michaels gift to that to that very tweet you just read.
1: I don't know. <laughs> uh Jose, thank you, brother. Sean Rage here with the 20. What's up, JD and Jesse with TK? Have to buy out Osprey's contract to announce him tomorrow. Also, I think WWF Cody and. L.A. Night in the Ring was a red herring to try and throw people off Randy. Also, Big Black and Jacked. Yeah. Uh, it could be a red herring, for sure. Uh, but I think everybody knows Randy's coming. And then, uh, you know, I heard New Japan gave Will Ospreay his blessing to go negotiate with whoever he wants. So, I mean, if he, if he negotiated with Tony Khan. The thing with Will Ospreay is I find it funny how Tony Khan... It's probably throwing way more money at Will Ospreay than he really than he really should be throwing at him just to keep him away from WWE. Yeah. You he's know? gotta
2: buy out his current deal yep. and then negotiate the deal going forward, because otherwise he only has until February.
1: Yeah, you don't think Tony Khan reads all the rumors going on? Come on.
2: You don't think he sees everyone talking?
1: You don't think he's heard me say constantly that I think Will Ospreay would be better served than WWE? That man went and signed this man to a multi-year deal, and he's gonna
2: end up retiring in AEW. Fuck out of right. here! Wait a minute, this dude changed his name, bro. Who? Matt, Matt A. A. It was you can't see me.
1: So now it's laying it, the
2: smackdown. It was you can't see me tonight. Earlier tonight, he changed it. He just cha- dude. This is somebody's burner. This is not. I don't know who this is, bro. This is someone he's burning. Look at this. There's my tweet. I just put it back in the chat again. <laughs>
1: Sean Wright, J, thank you for the uh, $20 Super Chat, brother. Uh, Gabe, thank you again, man, for the $100 Super Chat. Love you. Appreciate you. Theme parks and things with Johnny, $5 Super Chat. Remember when Buddy Matthews took Roman to the limit? Yeah, that was great. We all thought that was going to be a push for Buddy. Oh huh, Yeah, sure, right. Uh, Johnny with a new membership. Thank you, Johnny. What the fuck are you drinking, Johnny? AJ with a 999. JD and Jesse, my guys, hope you are doing well. Looking forward to Full Gear tomorrow. Should be a great show. Also, looking forward to Survivor Series next weekend as well. OTS for Life. Thank you, AJ. Yeah, he changed. It.
2: changed his handle. I don't know. Mid, mid fucking hate, mid <laughs> haterism, changed his handle from you can't see me to lay the SmackDown. I don't know. To only loving all JD tweets. Look, man, let me tell you something. I love you as a brother. What is this? He his that again? No, no, no. No, no. He changed it no, just once tonight. I, I I, love you like a brother. There's no way I would make an account just to go around and stroke your fucking balls on every tweet.
1: Bro, I don't know who this I swear on my grandfather's tomb, bro. I don't know who this is. Uh, he likes all my tweets.
2: He goes around and just backs everything you say. And then he says, oh, Jesse's not as good as JD and Drew. Dude, this is, this is so good. This is great shit. Hold on. (laughs) This is somebody's burner, man. Call of Drew. Get Drew in the fucking line.
1: Well, he liked this tweet. First take has pushed 900k viewers several times since Shannon Sharp joined forces with Stephen A. Smith. The soaring viewership is crushing Skip Bayless, undisputed.
2: Whose tweet is it? Matt A. He liked the tweet. Oh, oh, there we go. Yeah, if you go to his weird, lame-ass profile, he goes up and down all of your tweets and just JD's is plup his likes. JD is this like he, he? You're right. This is that. He's, he's negative and condescending in every last single tweet. That he he del- he's
1: listening to the show. He's uh, Sean J said he deleted it. He deleted. He his did.
2: Account. He deleted the account. He did. Yep. He deleted the account because all his other tweets and shit are gone.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. Some funny fucking people out there, man. TM28 and, and Drew's not watching the show because Drew's in bed.
2: No, no, no. Here, no. His tweets are still here. Yeah, his tweets are still here.
1: Uh, TM28, $5 super chat. Jay, did you see the advantage for the women's war games match will be done via sponsored, via a sponsored poll? What? We're getting the war games women's advantage via a poll? Who the fuck is voting? Johnny, seven months, seven months flown by. Feels like, why day when I found your channel? Yesterday. Speaking in fucking tongues over here, Johnny. While searching for a cure for my blindness after witnessing the worst raw after mania ever. Yeah. 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 Gabe becomes a new membership. Thank you for the 100 and a new membership, Gabe. What the fuck are you drinking tonight, Gabe? Hopefully it's ice cold. Love Lie with a 199. Or lovely, lovely, Love Lee, Love Lie. Thanks for putting me on to Blackbird. Amazing song. Best musical composition ever. Delightful entertainment with a 199. Why is Cody on SmackDown? None of this makes sense. Fuck do I know. J Ray with a $10 super chat. I stated Wednesday, let's not hold on to the narrative that everything needs to make logical sense relating to the devil. So if not Punk, then who exactly would satisfy everyone's curiosity? Adam Cole? Adam Cole. The Cake with a $10 super chat to Ring of Honor, Ronda. Uh, (laughs) basic with 8 months great show as always I picked a Mario Mario RPG today cheers to the old school made new I can't wait to play it Tyler with a 199 what if the signing for AEW tomorrow is Goldberg Tyler Goldberg is not one of the world's best professional wrestlers come on a little bit Pro you guys are crazy, man.
2: Pro wrestling fans, man. Gotta love them.
1: And I am still at work, says Francis Loop, with the $10 Super Chat. to collision I have Andrade El Idolo versus Dalton Castle. Mike Santana versus Jay Lethal. Miro versus Takesh. The Buddy Matthews versus Preston Vance. Did Jack Perry even show up? What happened? Bro, I don't know what the fuck you watched, but your show sounds a lot better than what we got tonight. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> Anyway, guys, uh, we are now nearing uh, nearing two and a half hours. I'm getting out of here because I am uh, in the mood for a midnight snack, and I want to jump on Modern Warfare 3 and sweat my balls off for about an hour and then go to bed. It's going to be a long day tomorrow.
2: You sweat your balls off, dude. Matt A is going to be right there to lick that sweat up for you. Well,
1: whatever. Matt A, listen, I need a cheerleader when I play Modern Warfare 3, Man, it's fucking
2: tough out there in the streets. Yikes. JD Ball Sweat. Put that Whatever. shit in a bottle and sell it on OnlyFans, bro. Whatever, man. That's it. This is... I wish, okay. I wish
1: half the fucking ladies felt that same way, man. I wouldn't be in the fucking predicament
2: I am in now. Whatever. That's it. I got to I, I got this. JD's OnlyFans account. Okay, hold on. Anyway, guys, uh... <laughs> fucking
1: unbelievable, man. That's, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Follow me on social media, at JD from 206 Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. Make sure you guys, yeah, Clucky, too. Make sure you guys follow Jesse at Smart. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Make sure you guys go and check out all the other content on the channel. There'll be more coming tomorrow. Jesse and I will be live after full gear tomorrow night. And please hit that thumbs up. We got 840 likes. Can we get another 150 likes? In the chat. The algorithm will love us if you do. we'll met A. Matt A, yeah. He like Matt A and love me. And uh, again, guys, hit that subscribe button down below and turn on that bell for notifications. Jesse and I will see you live tomorrow night after uh, the nine-hour extravaganza full gear tomorrow night from uh, the Kia Forum in Los Angeles, right here on OTS. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>